Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yo, Beth. Yo, Beth. That shit crazy. On a Saturday. It's all leaving with your boy Barry Grant. You can catch me on Twitter and Instagram at All Leaving Podcast. You can listen to the show on SoundCloud as well as YouTube, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, and wherever you find your podcasts available. What a lovely Saturday it is. Lots to get into. NFL, Russell Wilson situation, the Sam Darnold situation. You know, both situations are very different, but, you know, both teams need to figure it out quickly and not in the same way but they need to figure it out quickly and then my favorite segment on a saturday phone a friend is back with my boy peter bishop so we're going to talk about everything nfl everything basketball related and he's a nets fan so we're gonna have to go into that as well and then the greatest segment on the planet dummy of the week so let's just jump right into it had to take a little hiatus for you know, a little over a week or so to kind of get things in perspective for myself. Um, you know, when we're run down and beat up a little bit, like we tend to need to take a step back and evaluate things and, you know, see if you want to continue to take those beatings or you're going to do things a little differently. What's funny about it is that In the same time that I was taking my little hiatus, Russell Wilson has been running roughshod in the news talking about, hey, you know, I may want to get out of Seattle. Not saying that I am pushing for a trade, but, you know, here are these four teams that I possibly would want to go to. So Russell Wilson, who has been you know, a consummate teammate. He's he's a little passive aggressive in his in his, you know, approach. That's just how he is, which is fine. You know, that's that's who you are. And what we're seeing out of Russell Wilson is frustration. We're seeing a man that has been sacked the most in the NFL over the last five seasons. And frankly, he's had enough. He doesn't want to get in anymore. He doesn't want to take this type of beating anymore he also probably doesn't want to be in this type of offense anymore this boring plotting we're gonna run the ball first we're gonna play situational football like okay you want to do that that's great if you want to run the football and and be a running team but you can do that when you have an offensive line 
when you actually have a competent running game to do these things. But instead, Russell Wilson has nothing. There's nothing on this team that's impressive. They have DK Metcalf, which they fell into. They haven't drafted well over the last seven or eight years. This team is bad. Russell knows it. And he's voicing his frustration with the organization, with the actual roster, and with his head coach. It's a lot of things that he's not happy with. And for me, <laughs> I love it. I, I, I love it. If it's not my team, I am going to enjoy it. I'm going to revel in it. I am going to applaud it. Because at the end of the day, the Seahawks have always thought that, oh, yeah, you know, Russell, he's, he's great. He's one of the top two quarterbacks in the league. We don't need a line. We don't need this. We'll be able to still win with Russell Wilson here. Uh-oh. What if he's not? What if Russell Wilson actually wants out? And out of the four teams, which team actually makes the most sense? Let's go to the Bears. Bears, if they trade for Russell Wilson, what they're going to have to give up, they're not going to have a team left over. They are slightly better than Seattle offensively right now. So I don't think that that's a great fit. What about the Saints? Saints would be an awesome fit, but what would they have to give up to get him? Kamara, maybe Michael Thomas, maybe some good defensive pieces that they have. So no, uh, that wouldn't be a good fit either. What about the Las Vegas Raiders? Hey, it's appealing. His wife can be able to have shows every week and be in rotation there. It's a great city. It's a good pub. All of that. But on the field, does it make sense? No, they would still have to give up a ton. And I think the Raiders right now, they, they love their quarterback. They love Derek Carr. They don't want to move on from Carr. Carr had arguably his best season, and they don't feel that they're willing to give up on him right now. So Raiders are out, which leaves the Dallas Cowboys. Now, yes, I know you guys are going to say, oh, well, he's being biased. No, it's not, it's not about being biased. It, it makes all the sense in the world, doesn't it? For a team that doesn't have much draft picks to stand on you know they gave up two first rounders for a box safety that didn't help their defense even the slightest to be able to possibly get a Zeke or an Amari Cooper or maybe a a D-Law that would be appealing to the Seahawks wouldn't it what also would be appealing to the Seahawks would be a Dak Prescott trade sign the franchise tag call Todd France on the phone negotiate the deal have that trade executed and you're just swapping problems Dak Prescott is a huge thorn in the Cowboys side right now and so is Russell Wilson to the Seahawks wouldn't that make the most sense it would because honestly I'm gonna tell you this I don't think that this relationship between Russell, John Schneider, Pete Carroll, 
It's not going to get any better because they can't make it any better in regards to draft or other types of flexibility that they can possibly create. They can't. They're capped out. They don't have any money. They don't have any resources. They have no assets. Where are they going to be able to improve this team? Russ knows it. And he's just carefully plotting his exit. And that exit may be leading him straight into the Dallas Cowboys. Makes all the sense in the world to me. It's time to face facts that Dallas is not going to get a deal done with Dak. And Russell is not going to be truly, truly happy in Seattle based on what we've heard recently and what we know that they're not going to be able to make this any better in the near future. So why drag this out? That gets a fresh start with a Hall of Fame head coach. He can be able to be in an offense and get his money and be fine. You know, the Seahawks will still win with Dak. I, I don't feel that they're going to completely drop off the table. They'll still be competitive, absolutely. So I, I don't see that that's a lose for the Seahawks. I really don't. Same thing with the Cowboys. If they're seven wins with Dak, they'll be 10-11 wins with a Russell Wilson. So it works out for both organizations. It's time for them to get on the phone and have some conversations. The next situation I'd like to discuss is one I've talked about already, is the Sam Darnold conundrum that the New York Jets find themselves in. Sam Darnold is due two more seasons in regards to his fourth and fifth year options, and the Jets are contemplating what to do with their young quarterback. But my my confusion is this. Everybody's talking about Zach Wilson. Everybody's talking about Justin Fields. People are talking about Trey Lance. Not as much. But you're going to trade your 23-year-old quarterback that has three years of NFL experience for a 21 or 22 year old quarterback with no experience I need to have somebody make it make sense to me make it make sense to me Zach Wilson may be better than Sam Darnold I don't know book is still out we don't know he hasn't thrown an NFL pass yet he hasn't had a snap but what I do know is this the Jets had the worst offense in all of football last year. All of football. One of the lowest graded offensive lines in all of football. Probably the worst outside skill uh, receivers in all of football. Probably the worst tight end in all of football. You can be able to argue that. And all of this was under a head coach that had no business being a head coach. So how bad is Sam really? We don't know. We really don't know. Because the team hasn't been good enough 
The weapons haven't been there for you to say, yo, he's missing this pass. He's missing this assignment. He's not recognizing this particular defense, and he has a good team. He's the one that's causing this team to be bad. No. The bad team is causing this young quarterback to look bad. That's the issue. Why give up on him? And I hate, I hate this notion that we have these new regimes that come in and they want their guy. What does that mean? What does that mean? Is Don't they trade for players? Don't they do that? So you're trading for a guy that's not your guy, but he's on your team and he's productive. What sense does that make? Talent is talent. Why not try to correct the talent that you have rather than trying to quote-unquote or potentially start from scratch? Why? Why? You have a NFL quarterback with three years of experience under his belt that you can be able to surround with good weapons, young talent, young receivers, a pretty good line, pretty solid defense. You got, you got a new head coach now, new offensive coordinator that brings some pizzazz and some excitement to the city, to the team. Why not give Sam a chance? Why, why even go through this? Why even answer calls? For what? You see what the Giants are doing on the other side? They're giving Daniel Jones another look because you have to because they don't know how bad he is they don't know how good he is until they give him a competent team to really have a fair evaluation Jets just going jet that's what it feels like Jets going jet uh okay we're gonna draft this quarterback a couple years okay well we're gonna do everything in our power to screw this kid up but it's his fault his fault is the he's the reason why we can't get a touchdown on this drive he's the reason why he he doesn't have any uh, any time to drop back and throw the ball. It's it's all Sam's fault. Yeah, some of these Jets fans. Oh well, he hasn't proved. Have you seen the team that you've been watching? What what are we talking about here? They suck. They're bad. But it's all Sam's fault, right? It's not about it's not about the head coach that looks like one of those idiot bartenders from the '80s movies. Not not no no. It's not his fault. No no no. It's all Sam. It's all Sam. No weapons to throw to. All Sam. Hey, it's, it's his fault. His fault. It's just. It's nonsense. It's jet nonsense. Fans who think like this, and if the front office is thinking like this as well, it's typical jet behavior. And it needs to stop. Until it stops, they will never be a good organization. They will never be a consistent organization for winning. Because they have this jet going jet, <laughs> jet going jet mentality. Like, it's just, it's nonsense. It's nonsense. It's, it's circle talk. I'm going to trade a 23-year-old kid for another 23-year-old kid. But I, I promise you, this 23-year-old kid is going to be better. With what line? With what weapons? So you're going you're gonna to give that kid all the weapons. You're going to give him all the help, but the other kid didn't deserve that. It's dumb. It's just dumb. But what do you expect? It's the Jets. Coming up after the break, phone a friend with my man, Peter Bishop. On a Saturday, it's all even. 
I've had so many people tell me that Anchor is great. Anchor is this. Anchor is that. But I have to tell you, man, those people were right. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your own podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Why wait? Get at it now. Welcome back, y'all. So now to my favorite segment, phone a friend. Call him up, 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 call him up. Competing for a reason, trying to stay undefeated, yeah. Call him up, 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 call him up. Game of the season, don't lie, we're all leaving, yeah. Who we have on the show today is a very good friend of mine. It's my brother. I've known him for a long time. We so, we we talk sports. We argue sports a lot. Yes. Um. You know we we are on the opposite sides of most things. We yes. we are we are Met fans. <laughs> you know we we love our Mets. He's yes. a Nets fan. I'm a Laker fan. He's a Giants fan. I'm a Cowboys fan. So you you already know how this thing can get. <laughs> this 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 interview may just go off the rails. It may just go off the rails. I'm gonna be good. I'm gonna be good. I promise. Yeah yeah yeah. My boy. <laughs> Peter Bishop, welcome to the show, my man. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. I just want to say, happy to see you doing what you're doing. <laughs> I, you, know, I, you know, I've always said you should have been doing this forever because this yes. is your wheelhouse. Yes. And it, it's just a natural fit. So, you know, I just want to say congratulations on everything, man. I, I appreciate it, man. The fact that you're giving me my flowers early and then you're going to berate me later. That's, of course. That's, that's very fine. You know, the that, disrespect that, will come later, yeah, definitely. Let's just get let's just get all the nice, kind words out now. Yes, yes, before, yes. Uh, pretend yeah, like we're friends. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so, um, you know, the the NFL Bishop is 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 interesting. Like my my point of view about the NFL right now is that it's starting to mirror the NBA. Okay. And I don't necessarily think that's a good thing, because you're starting to see a lot of people request tra- request trades and they want out and all these stuff but we know that the cap is not designed for that in football right, right. And, you know in in the NBA you know you can match salary for salary and there's right. no, there's no penalty for another team to be able to trade you and like what are your thoughts about the new landscape of the NFL and do you think that this is a good thing or do you think this is going to have severe ramifications going forward um I don't have a problem with it only because the rights of the players is so disproportionate between the rights of the players and how much power the owners uh, and organizations hold over the players Yeah, that I don't see a problem with them when they get to the point where they have enough power to exercise it. I don't have a problem with them exercising it. Okay. Um, It's different from the NBA only because not everybody could do this. Like you're not going to be a running back over here talking about, oh, yeah, I demand a trade. You know, I, like, right, yeah. yo, they let you go. You know what I'm saying? They'll just cut you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or they just hold you there and like, oh, you just sit, in, sit down on the bench over there and we'll get somebody because they're not, they're not carrying that kind of money. Like the you Melvin Gordon situation. Right, right, right. Yeah, you go, yo, yeah, you go over there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you, you, you pout in the corner. 
Is we'll, we'll, we'll just continue. Is that you want two dollars more? Okay, we we gonna we gonna think about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But when you get to it, where it's the quarterbacks, you know, they're gonna be able to exert their power because they they get so much money from the organization and the organization invests so much in them that they can you know exert that power and like it's different because like with me with the um the Deshaun Watson situation I feel like he feels like he was lied to as far as certain things in the organization and then it was just like the organization he lost he lost all confidence in them it started from before from when yeah. they from when they got with his number one wide receiver, Hopkins, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Hopkins, you know what I'm saying? For nothing. Right. Nothing. Then they traded away the first two, the, the first round draft picks in the next two years, I think it for was. Lar- for Laramie Tunsil. For, for Laramie Tunsil. So you're, you already showed that you were an organization that didn't know what they were doing, right? So then now you're, you're going in a different direction. And all I asked for was for you to just involve me in you know, what's going on with this new, with this new direction. Like you invested in me in the future. So I got to make sure that, you know, I want to be a part of that future and make sure we, we're on the same page. And from, you know, from what it sounds like from jump, they lied to him off grip and they just went in a different direction than he wanted to. So that's what forced his hand. I was like, you know what? It's time for me to go. So I, I, I don't have a problem with him. Um, same way. I don't have a problem with uh, Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson, uh, if you look at the way they've drafted over the over the years, it's, it Awful. hasn't been good. Um, and and for the most part, it's been on the uh, defensive side of the ball. Yes. Aside from Metcalf, um, who you know, who's great, who's a good player, you know, but look at the wide receivers he's had over his career. He's never had any real true weapons wide receiver wise. Yes. So, and they had Marshawn Lynch as a running back. And, you know, you get a little complacent when you have somebody like that, a workhorse back like that. They've never replaced his production. No, that, I mean, you've never been able to replace his production. You're definitely right. I mean, like, you, you know, for the, for, with the Houston, the, the, the aspect that, you know, that situation is, is a little interesting to me because I agree with you that he's lost a lot of trust within the organization, but I like to play devil's advocate. Right. right. And they are doing the most that they're, like they okay they knew that that bill o'brien was a mistake giving him full autonomy was a mistake they (laughs) fired they fired his ass right and they said okay we're gonna try to do things the right way we're gonna separate our gm from our coach and make sure that we have a structured organization structured staff structured you, you know uh uh um franchise and hopefully you can be able to see that we're trying here and we're, you know, we're trying to move forward. Like, they got David Culley as the head coach. They got Lovey Smith as the defensive coordinator. Like, I like their staff, Pete. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Like, for Deshaun Watson not to at least give it a year, just give it a year to see how it works, and then say, listen, if it don't work, if, if I don't like the way things are going with this new regime within this year, I'm out. I'll be all fine with that. But, the, but for him to not give them a chance – while they're trying to fit, like they understand that they made mistakes. Like, you know, it's clear, like they've never come out and said, yeah, yeah, they never come out and say, well, well, what we did was right. Like, all right, we fucked up. Like, we understand that, you know, we, we wiped out. So they're trying to correct it. I, I would, I would really want him to give them at least a year because in, in, yeah, go ahead. My my only thing with that is, um, yeah, they, 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 you know, they changed around, you know, the, the, 
staff and everything like that. But then you still have a dude who's a chaplain from other teams who's who's who's, who's the one that's that's giving all the advice. Yo, this dude, what, what football knowledge does this dude have to be to be influencing the organization he's the way he's getting has? it? He's getting it from the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Only in Texas. Well, listen, Only listen. in Texas can when, you have a chaplain right. running the football organization. Right. Everybody think it's cool. Come on, son. <laughs> when they ask him, when they ask him, he said, "Listen." Where are we gonna get our next GM for? He's gonna say this: the Lord will will provide. <laughs> the Lord will provide. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> that's what Yo, I can't, man, I can't, <laughs> like that's that's just, that's just crazy. Yo, could you imagine if the Giants or the Jets he I, said that they were having a chaplain give give the advice to the organization? Yo, they would be killed for that. Right? I, I I don't oh, even know goodness. if you would be able to find that poor chaplain. <laughs> Not, I don't know. He he wouldn't be able to go to no church and do nothing yo, because son, yo, fans would be find, Yeah, fans would find him wherever he's at, and they would want him out. They would want him out. Yes, yes, they would. So yes, they would. It's That's... it's an it's an interesting dynamic. But I listen. I understand both sides of it. You know, we I remember you know Brandon broke the news to us like a you know, what was it like a month or or a little over a month ago or so six weeks ago when this was going on and me and you had the same mindset is like yo all right this may have some legs here but right for a 25 year old quarterback a franchise quarterback to get traded yeah that's nuts in the that's nfl nuts. like in that's... the nfl and now it's like it's it's becoming a thing but here's a question for you pete mm. do you think tom brady's success winning the super bowl calling his own shots in tampa bay has given these players a little bit more bravado to speak up. Because think about it. If he would have went to Tampa Bay and didn't have this type of success, obviously he can make the playoffs. But if he doesn't win the Super Bowl, do players actually really feel like their voice matters? Because what Brady did in Tampa Bay is control the narrative. He said, I'm going to take $25 million, and you can spend the rest of this money on getting guys that I want. Get Gronk. Go get A.B., Go get Fournette. Go, you know, fill out this roster, and we can really compete. Does that, does that success that he had really make guys say like, "Yo, I want that"? But on the on the same on the same uh, uh, argument or different argument is that the money they want to move, but right. they're not giving up the money that Brady right, has given right, up. Right. So I that, think it's I, yeah. yeah. I, I, to answer your question, I think it's different. I I don't think that they're taking their cue from Tom Brady. I okay. think that they're taking their cue from NBA players. Okay. To be honest with you. I think they look at they look across and they see, all right, yo, these dudes have such and such um, you know, power yes. in the organization. They they hold a certain amount of leverage and they're like, yo, they use their leverage. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like like the NBA players, they do they do what they want. Right. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna use their leverage to to, to whether it's to get from team to team whether it's to um to 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 allow them a platform to to speak about things that they want to speak about and yeah. i think i think it's more of a case of from all the social justice stuff that's been happening yes. over the years and players in the NFL more and more starting to speak out and especially after what happened to Kaepernick and everybody realizing that yeah he was blackballed yes like it's i think a lot of players are like yo if i don't say anything it's worse okay you know what i'm saying like if I if I just go along to get along my whole career and it doesn't work out for me, at the end of the day, what are they gonna say about me? 
you know what I'm saying? It's, it's my legacy. It's, at the end of the day, it's my legacy that's on the line. Yeah. So if I sit here and let the organization make all the decisions and I never once try to say, yo, maybe they'll listen to me. Maybe if I say, yo, I want this, I want that, they'll go, they'll they'll work with me to get to where we need to go. And then we both, our, our, both of our ultimate goals is to win a championship. Right. At the end of the day. And if, if you know, me saying something to the organization helps them to see where I'm coming from, and, 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 you know, it'll, it'll give them more investment in it, too. It gives the quarterbacks and the players more investment into the organization, too. Like, yo, I made this decision, so I got to make it work. Oh, right. You know okay. I, I see that you know point. Yeah. So yeah. I think that that's what they're trying to do. And it's just from everything, yo, you got to speak your mind. If you don't speak your mind, nobody will ever know what you want. Yeah. Okay. You know and I think and I think that's really what, what it boils out. I don't think it – I really don't think that they're taking their cues from Tom Brady, to be real with you. Tom Brady's a he's a special case. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Tom Brady's a special case. He already had what six rings before any organization is gonna listen to what Tom Brady has to say. You know who Tom Brady reminds me of, Pete? He's who? a scar, he's a Scarlet Witch. He's a Scarlet Witch. He is he, he is he is Wanda from WandaVision because what what world he lives in, it don't exist. Exactly. I, I don't I, I, yeah. it's just I just don't understand it. I, I I just don't understand how one man can be able to just destroy people's fun this way. We are tired <laughs> of seeing Tom Brady do what he does, but listen, it's, it's, it's kudos to him, man. The, the one person that I compare him to is Tim Duncan. Tim yeah. Duncan yeah. is the, is one of the greatest winners in, in, in sports history. Brady's yeah. up there as well. Yeah. And their sustained, success at the top was due to their sacrifice right yeah and they they both took less yes to, to get more for the organization right so you know listen man i i hate him but i gotta respect him at the same time but, I, but you you can't help but respect him and, you, and, can't, you and, can't and as a giant fan i can say that he's you, never beat us in the super bowl <laughs> <laughs> i had to sneak that in there <laughs> listen, this is why giants fans have no problem with tom brady like hey go ahead you ain't never beat us you ain't never no, beat that's us. it. I said you ain't beat us in the Super Bowl. I'm just saying. Uh, I'm mad that the Eagles got theirs too because yeah. now we don't be not, we're not the only one. But right. it's the NFC East now. NFC, NFC East, East exactly. he can't handle us in the playoffs. That's exactly. all that matters. Now, where <laughs> where do you think Deshaun Watson ends up? That see, that's a tough that that's a tough question. Yeah, it's, um, it's hard because he can go he can go anywhere, man. Like. Like so many teams, are, like yo, he could even end up in Washington. Like yes. it's crazy. Like with 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 how many teams need quarterbacks, need quarterbacks this, this right. year. Like like they were saying, um, like some of the guys on ESPN were saying, like it, this year might be the biggest quarterback carousel that you've ever seen. I can see that and, definitely. Yeah, and you just you just don't know. He could go to Carolina. They seem like they was putting pieces together to try to make a trade, which again to me wouldn't make sense because why? If you're Deshaun Watson, do you want to go to Carolina? Yeah, if they about to give up. McCaffrey and a whole bunch of picks, but like, isn't that's that, why his yeah ahead, isn't, isn't that the same situation that he may face anywhere he goes though, Pete? Because his contract and his talent level is not going to allow the Texans to take anything less for him. So right. if you're a team that's trading for Deshaun Watson, you're gonna have to give up the farm. And what do you have left? It's like if it's like the Jets. The Jets have one of the the most unique situations in football. They have the second most cap. They have, a, they, they have space at quarterback. They have mm -hmm. all of these draft assets and capital, yeah. but they're going to have to give up a lot of that just to get him. 
And the thing is, what are you going to have left to build that team? Right. See, with the Jets, that's why for me, from from day one, when they said the Jets should trade for Watson, I never saw it because you need so much on that team. Like all those draft assets and and all that cap space and all that, you need that. Yeah, you need that to build a good team. Right. Like the only the, the place where I can see him going to is a team that's already built with weapons and a good defense. That they all they need to do is bring him in. Yeah, they don't. That team that's, that that team wouldn't need the draft capital. They wouldn't need the draft. So they could trade draft picks for the next couple of years and give it to them, and and they'll and they'll be all right because they're they're already established. They have the weapons. They have everything that they need to succeed and to win a championship. And they wouldn't necessarily, you know, need all of that to try to build a team. If you're the right. Jets, you're trying to build a team. Yes. Like, they were terrible. Terrible. Yes, yes, some of that was the coach. Some of that was Gaze. 75%. It, 75%. I, I'm going to go I'm gonna, I'm gonna 50. I'm not going to say 75 <laughs> only because I seen some of that talent. And, like, yeah, man, like, you got it's men bad. on the outside, but that's it. Yeah. That's it. You got yeah. no tight end. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you had Frank Gore running running the ball the whole season. Forty nine like, years old. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. like, you still need a lot. You know what I'm saying? The defense is okay, but the the back end of their, of their defense wasn't that great to me. If I no, if I all they got is Marcus May, and that's it. Yeah. So and and that's just the safety. That's not even your corners and everything. Right. So you got you got so much that you need if you're the Jets. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how you would trade for Watson and 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 then still build a, um, a successful organization in a timely manner. You could do it eventually, but does he want to wait? Right. And I think I, the whole reason does. Yeah. yeah, the whole reason that you make a move like this is not to go from a, another uh, one rebuilding situation to another. Correct. You do this so you can try to win. Right. So if you're trying to win, it can't. It, you can't be going. You can't be looking at the Jets. And from what you know, people have said the Jets weren't really high on this list. Now, yeah. the Dolphins. That that might be a team that he could go to. That they're not their defense is good. Their um their offense is not far away. So all you would need is a couple pieces, and they can you know give they can give back that first round pick that 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 they gave that they right. gave to the uh to get back to the their pick. Yeah, and they can get a quarterback if they just if the Dolphins are willing to trade um Tua Tua back. Yeah. So you get a young quarterback. You get picks. You know. That's that's a that's a place where I could see him landing if he goes anywhere. I'm still yeah. not sure if he's even gonna go anywhere. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he I, has to. Yeah, I think he has to because you know he's making a little, you know, it's, it's making it uncomfortable yes. <laughs> as as the as the Rockets said they were comfortable being. Right. But you know, a, after a while, you know that that that's not gonna rock, especially with your starting quarterback. Yeah, I agree with you, man. Because you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I, I really can't pinpoint a team. The Dolphins are a good spot. Um, but like you said, it, it, it's it's tough. And the thing is, they're not even taking calls for him right now. <laughs> and, and at some point, they're going to have to answer the phone. Yes. You know, yes. so, um, but, you know, let's let's kind of segue into the Russell Wilson situation. Then we'll we'll talk a little uh, Giants football. It's, you know, I, I want to know what you think they need because – you know, you're very heavy into the draft. So uh, <laughs> I am, you know, I'm a Cowboys fan. And yes, just, yes. just, just hear me out. Okay. <laughs> what if Jerry Jones says, screw this Dak Prescott situation. You know, we're going to, you're going to either sign this tag and then we're going to agree to trade you to Seattle. 
So we get a Dak for Russell trade, throwing a couple of uh, second round picks. I mean, our first round, first round picks. Maybe you even throw in Zeke. Throw Zeke in there. <laughs> and, and what do you think? Is is everybody saying that Russell, he doesn't necessarily want out, mm-hmm. but how Russell Wilson is, is that he's a man of faith. Right. You know, he's a family man. He's a very nice person. He's he's a, he's a bit passive aggressive. I think this is his way of saying I want out. Like he's not like he's not he doesn't want the the smoke of being the bad guy and saying I want to mm-hmm. trade. Mm-hmm. But the way he's going about it, I can't see him wanting to go back to Seattle because there's there's a few things. Okay. One, I don't think he wants to get hit anymore. He's tired of of leading the league in sacks. Sure, uh, sure. Number two, I really believe that him and Pete Carroll are in a power struggle. I think that he's tired of having this team be a run first team when they don't have a great running game. That doesn't make sense. To <laughs> you don't have a great running game. No, uh, yeah, continue to run the ball. Make sense at all. Exactly. You have Russell Wilson. Let him go for 5,000 yards every season. Who cares? Throw the ball. Throw the ball yes. 85% of the time. Who gives a shit? But I think that's the thing. And also, too, I think – Russell understands that John Schneider, the the GM, is terrible. And they're not going to be able to get better with this guy at the helm. But what's the sense of continuing to stay here? So my thing is, if I'm Dallas and Dak Prescott comes out and says, I want Patrick Mahomes money. And you saw what I did on my IG, Bishop. You mm-hmm. saw what I did with the with the with the, with the, yes. <laughs> the thumbtacks. Yes, <laughs> I am done with Dak because for him to think that he's gonna get that type of money, and you're not a top five quarterback, he's smoking something. And my thing is, the only way to 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 get out of this, if I'm Dallas, is is two options because mm-hmm. I I don't believe that signing Dak is an option. So okay. two options is signing the tag and, and, and advising him that he's going to go to, you know, this is agreement with Seattle that he's going to go to Seattle. Seattle then gets on the phone with, with Todd France works out a contract extension. They get that done. And that's, that's option one. Option two is Dallas says to Dak, we are going to let you test the market. We're going to see what your value is on the market. Not saying we don't want you, but right. we need to know exactly what other teams value you at because you probably want 40 million from us. You ain't getting 40 million from somebody else. You may right. take 35 and four from somebody else, but you're not going to take that from us because you feel that we owe, owe you, you more money or you feel that we disrespected you. So you need to give us a little, we need to pay a little more. That's what Dallas needs to do because I, I'm, I'll be honest with you. If Dallas lets Dak walk and everybody's saying, Oh, they don't have a quarterback. They don't have a quarterback. Give me, give me uh Ryan Fitzpatrick for a year. I'm fine with that. I'm fine <laughs> with Fitz Magic for a year. Magic? That boy, he'll throw 4,700 yards, 30 touchdowns, 27 picks. I am all right with that. that I'm okay be with better that. Better than Dalton. That's what I'm saying. So it's like Dallas has more options than they're actually playing in public. Right. But they just they don't want to be. They don't want to seem like they they're disrespectful to Dak. But this thing is played out to the point where I don't see that there's going to be a resolution, Pete. I really don't. Uh, it, it's, it's a little tough. Um, 
if if I'm if I'm the organization, then I would do the second one. Yeah, which is yo, go test the market. Right. Listen, we still want you here, right? We just don't want you at the money that you think that we should give you. Exactly. So, yo, test the market. If it's something that we feel we can match, we'll match it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But as as an organization, you gotta be ready for the fact that maybe somebody may gain from that, which they probably won't. But just in case somebody does, and you have or, the right to walk away. Right. Right. Or or he takes less and goes somewhere else anyway. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. But you just gotta be prepared for that. All right, so what's our what's our plan B? What's our backup? So like you said, Fitzpatrick, um, they might want to draft a quarterback. Yes. Um, Matt y'all Jones. had number nine, right? No, we had, had 10, nine, right? we had 10. We had 10. I would like, I would, I would prefer them to take Patrick Sertan at number 10 and mm. maybe see if they can be able to, you know, get another pick later in that draft and probably okay. go get a Mac Jones. Gotcha. Okay. You know okay. what I mean? So okay. that that would be the perfect scenario, but you wouldn't you wouldn't want to move up and try to get um, a quarterback like Zach Wilson or I mean it, um, it's it's tough to move from ten to 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 win the top three. It's very tough, especially you know that now we're gonna have to think about pick, uh, you know getting rid of maybe we have to get rid of Amari or we have to get rid of. I'm not touching CD Lamb. Nobody no, no, touches no, no, no CD Lamb. No way, no okay? way. Nah, but I mean, you, 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 you could probably still get away with um, like a, you know, couple picks in this like first round here. It's for possible the first round next year. Yeah, like you can get if you get you can get away with that and move up a little. Um, yeah. It's just you don't know what the Jets are gonna do. That's the only. Right. That's the only thing. You don't yeah. know what the Jets are yeah, gonna yeah, do. So yeah. if the Jets, if the Jets end up taking Wilson. Or if they're taking, or if they, you know, if they trade down, yeah. then somebody else jumps ahead of you for a quarterback. Right, so right. So it all, it all depends on on how the rest of the, the, you know, teams are looking at stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I would, like I said, if I'm the organization, I would, you know, tell Dak, yo, listen, we, we would love to have you here. We want you to see what your number is out there, and whatever right. your number is out there, you bring that, bring that back to us, and we'll see if we can work something. Yeah, out. And, and 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 I, I don't see that as disrespectful. I just feel that 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 is that is going that sets your value on the market. Like, I why am I? I'm big. I'm bidding against myself. I don't yeah. want to bid against myself. I want right. to see right. what the competition is. Right. Like, if you if your agent feels that you are Pat Mahomes money. All right, cool. Prove it. Prove right. it to me. Exactly. If, if you prove it to me, then I'm like, you know what? You were right. We'll go ahead and, 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 and match this. Yo, yo, that's the thing. Yo, if you believe that that's what you're worth, right? I'll put this franchise tag out there for you. Don't right? sign it. Don't sign it. Right. Go see what you're worth. You know what I'm saying? And if you and if you're worth what you say you're worth, bring that back and we'll see if we can exactly. work something out. If we can't work something out, then, then you, you got that service. offer. Yeah, you got that offer, and you can go ahead and and and, and do your and, thing. Exactly. Like they either way, you're gonna get your money. Either way, you get your money. They should have did it. Get your money either way. They should have did it last season. But Jerry Jones, he's he's put himself in this corner, and and I don't know how he's gonna get himself out. He needs to call me because I know exactly what to tell him. Tell see, him see. that get the step in. Okay. See what see what see what happened with them is they made the mistake of paying the running back yes and paying that. the wide receiver yeah. before they paid that right. so now he sees what they got right he sees the performance that they did right. afterwards and you like that guy to look at he's looking at Zeke like yo you got all that bread and you don't do nothing right and you also too they allowed him to see what Mahomes got mm, yes. They, yeah. You see, and also Watson. 
So he, he got yeah. Mahomes yeah. and Watt. So he's like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. cool. Well, if you don't give me 42, then I'll take this 39 and a half right there. Like, yeah, th- yeah, th- yeah. Th- there's, you know, I, 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 listen, I'm going to move on before I, before my pressure goes up because I, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to go crazy on, on the Cowboys. I, 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 I got a question for you though, because yes. I, I just want to know, how do you feel about your coaching situation? Uh, <laughs> all right. Here, that's, here, that's what I'm curious about. Here's the truth. Here's the truth. Right. I don't hate McCarthy, mm-hmm. but I'm not a huge fan of him either. He's like, he, uh, McCarthy is, he's, he's in the middle to me. He's not a okay. bad coach, but he's okay. not a great coach. He's right there in the middle. So it's like, he's very vanilla. You, 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 you get what you get with him. You know, what, what makes him, what, what gives him his cachet is the Super Bowl ring. Right. But he did it with Aaron Rodgers. Right. You can't win a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. Something wrong with you. Hint, hint. <laughs> Matt LaFleur, what you doing? <laughs> uh, so it's like, you know, I, I I can see, I would rather the Cowboys in a in two years or a year from now kind of look look towards a younger coach. Like, if I was, I, I wanted Lincoln Riley from day one. I wanted them okay. to take Lincoln, Lincoln Riley from Oklahoma, give him, give him the bag, 10 years, $10 million a year, $100 million contract. <laughs> Yeah. And, and let him and, and just let him grow with the organization. But the thing is, Jerry is like Vince McMahon. Jerry is not going to give up any power to a coach. The last time he gave up any power to a coach was Jimmy Johnson. And we all seen how that worked out. Like he fired Jimmy Johnson after they won the Super Bowl. Who does that? Who does that? Only Jerry Jones, an egotistical owner that wants to have his hands in everything. That's why a Mike McCarthy works because he's a yes man. He's not going to ruffle any feathers. He's going to say whatever, you know, Jerry wants him to say. He's not going to tell Jerry that he can't go in the locker room and speak to the players. Like that's what Jerry wants. Jerry wants to be hands-on. So it's, that's the problem with Dallas. And Dallas won't win consistently until Steven takes the team over fully. That's just my opinion. Well, yeah, because he kind of reminds me. Jerry kind of reminds me of Jerry Krause, actually. Yeah. When you think about how yeah. he he wanted it to be his way, and he was willing to break everything up and right. mess it up because he wanted just all so the he credit. Could get the credit. Yes, that's it, and right. that's all Jerry. Jerry wants to validate. I like. I still think he's trying to validate firing um, the coach back in the day. He's like, oh, he's Jim to Johnson. Like, yo, yeah, yeah. He's trying to like, yo, I, yo, I fired Jim Johnson. Yeah, but you know. I was still there. I, right. I still made some of those decisions. So I'm he's trying to win that chip to prove yeah. that yo, yes. I did the right thing and it was me all along. And no, blah, you're blah, blah, you're 100 right. I think it I hasn't think, been working. I think Jerry is still trying to prove, like you said, I think he's trying to prove to everybody that he knows football, that he's a football guy, that he right. he's a he's a football lifer. He understands what it takes to to find talent and all that stuff because. And and the thing is, I don't know how much more credit Jerry wants. He's in the Hall of Fame. He's right. one of the he's one of the most uh, uh, decorated, respected. respected, you know, trailblazing owners in sports. We're not even just talking about football. All the yeah. things that Jerry Jones has knocked down in regards to certain things, doing his own things, getting his own. Like you know, when the NFL was was doing this sponsorship, he was like, no, 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 my team is gonna have this one. Like right. that's what that's Jerry Jones. So like all you see now is because of Jerry Jones. And 
I, I don't know what more he wants. The only thing left for him to do is get a Super Bowl. So just let Steven do it. Let Steven do it. <laughs> Listen, man, you, when, when a person is that, when like certain businessmen, they're so prideful. Yes. Um, and, and especially when, when you're so successful in every other aspect of life. Right. Right. And there's this just here's this one thing that you can't succeed at. It burns you. Has to eat. Yo, gotta yeah. eat at him, man. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Gotta yeah. eat at him. He's like, yo, I gotta make this work at least one time. And once he does it one time, I think he'll go off into the sunset and let his son take over and be yeah. chill. But I think he's feeling the pressure. Yes. I think that's what it is. I think he's feeling the pressure. He's like, yo, it's taking. This is taking way too long. I keep messing like this. It's not working out the way I want it to. But I've been successful in every other thing I've ever done. I could do this. Right. I could do it. And it just hasn't been happening for him. It's 25 years. There's a 25 yeah. years. Yeah, it's a long time, man. God damn it. <laughs> all right, all right. You, let's, I, let's... Listen, listen. You 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 preach you preach to the wrong one because uh, I am not sad for y'all in the least bit. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. And this is not the, in the least. This is not cathartic to me. This is not therapy because you're just gonna make me feel like crap. So we're going to move on and we're going to talk about your Giants. Now, the Giants last year, Pete, they impressed me. I'm not going to lie to you. I think Joe Judge did a hell of a job as a head coach. I think think he proved himself to be Mm -hmm. a head coach in this league. He has the detriment. He has the respect of his players. He has the respect of his peers. Like, I, I, I like the way he goes about business. Now, right. you know, you're going to have Saquon Barkley come back next season. Hopefully he'll, yep. he'll, he'll, he'll be able to be the, the Saquon of old. The defense wasn't too bad this year. No, definitely um, not. You know, I, I do feel that there's some offensive pieces that you, you, you need to plug in there. A tight end. Evan, yes, Evan Ingram <laughs> may need to go. Now. No, no, there's no, there's. No may need. Evan, Evan Ingram needs to be gone. Uh, now, now think about this. Think about this. Do you think that it's smart for the Giants to convert Ingram to a wide receiver in draft pits? No. Um, because the problem with Evan Ingram isn't him blocking. It's not, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yet, I mean, he, it's not like he can block. Yeah, anyway, but like, that's not his biggest issue. His biggest issue is dropping the damn ball. <laughs> like, he drops the ball. And then it's not that he just drops the ball and they just fall. He drops the ball into the hands of the other team. Yeah, it leads in the end. It always goes. Yeah. Yo, if you look back at um the years that he's been in the NFL and you look at Eli Manning's interceptions and you look at um Jones' interceptions, majority of those have been when they targeted Evan Ingram. Yo, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. So... I'm I'm good. Look, I understand he's fast. I understand he's athletic. I understand he's a strong dude. Like, yo, when he when he got drafted and I saw him at the combine and everything, I was like, oh, he's talented, yes. yeah, this talented man. Need. This is what we need. All right. But he has not been successful. And at some point, you need to just cut bait and be like, yo, yo, I'm sorry. Thank you for what you've done so far. But we got to go in a different direction. Now, like, do you think? Do you think that it's a it's a it's a a lack of concentration with Ingram or is it just the fact that he has stone hands? I think it's, I, I think it's stone hands. I think, I don't think it's a lack of concentration because of, because more often than not, it's not like he's, you know, the ball's getting up on him too, too fast. Right? Yeah. Like we don't have the arm talent where, where the, the quarterbacks are throwing bullets Yeah. and it's just too hard for him to catch the ball. Nah, man, he's getting thrown, like he's he, the ball is there. I see his hands up. 
uh, more often than not, it hits him in both hands and it goes <laughs> up in the air and it's an interception. Like, yo, like, in both hands. So I can't, I, I'm, I'm good. Like, I already said it. I, I hear people always try to say, give him a chance. Oh, try to convert a wide receiver. But yo, listen, he's not getting separation from linebackers. Okay. So if you putting him at, if you putting him at um, wide receiver, what is that going to do? Yeah. Now you're going up against a faster corner yeah. who can stay with you. I hear you. you know I saying? hear you. Now, so I, I don't, I don't, you know, he'll, he'll make a play for you here and there, but yeah. it, it's not enough to, to, for, for what he takes away from you. So your, so your thing is let him walk and, and, and go and go find talent elsewhere. Now, what, yes. what do you want to see the, 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 uh, the giants do in the draft? Wide receiver first round. That, that's the first First and foremost, we need we need a wide receiver. Okay. We have um we have a we have two good wide receivers. We got Sterling Shepard that's there. He's a good, but he's more of a slot. Yes. Or number two. Um uh we also have um trying to remember what's money's name on the outside. I'm drawing a blank right now. Who's <laughs> oh, Slayton? Uh, Slayton. Yeah. Yes. Darius Slayton. Like, I like him. He's yeah, definitely he's not, not a number one, though. Not a number, not a number one. one. Not a he, number one. He, on a good team, he's a number three. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. you know what I'm saying, and, and but he but he plays bigger than that sometimes. Right. But he's still not that. You need that big body or home run hitting wide receiver, and right, just because you know sometimes when you like we they found him in the fifth round, right? Um, Slayton. So that's a good that's a good talent pickup for the absolutely, fifth round. absolutely. You know what I'm saying, but sometimes you can see the difference from when you get a wide receiver in the first round. Oh yeah. You get a wide receiver in the lower round. Like there's just that polish to their game. Yes. Yes. It's like yes. the sharpness of their routes. You're like, Absolutely. there's a reason that you're going to be in the first round as a wide receiver. Right. And that's the type of player I think that the giants need. They need somebody that's going to give you that, that threat. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like Odell, like when you, when you watch with like, cause being a giant fan watching Odell every week, yo, you saw what he could do. He can break a game open. Yes, he on can. One play. He'll take a slant. You're on the 20 yard line. He'll take a slant to the house, 80 yards in the blink of an eye. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. You need that kind of dynamic player. We don't have that right now. We don't have somebody that's going to vertically challenge a cornerback. Like we don't, we don't have any of that. Um, as far as weapons go. So I think that's one of the biggest problems that we have right now. Now it's, it's very interesting. Cause I'm looking at uh, CBS sports They They have their mock draft, right? And mm-hmm. they have Gregory Rousseau, edge rusher out of Miami dropping you guys six, seven, two sixty five. He's a beast. And they have, and would you believe me if I told you that they have Devonta Smith going 17 to the Raiders, do you think that he drops that low? I'm going to tell you one thing. CBS has had the worst mock drafts I have seen <laughs> in my entire that, life. Yo. That's what I'm looking at because I, I, I always like to compare between, you know, the, the, the different, you know, sites and stuff. I'm looking at this and it's like, how does this make any sense? How, how, <laughs> how does Devontae Smith go 17? Yo, I, my, one of my friends from work, Eric, he always sends me like the, the stuff that, because he's a big Giants fan and he yeah. always like sends me the different like, whatever rumors are coming out, blah, blah, blah. And every time he sends me a CBS um, mock <laughs> draft, yo, it's, even open it. it's, yo, even it's terrible. I look at it, I'm like, yo, what are they, are they yo, like, they're just guessing. Like, he's like, they, I think sometimes they just do it to be different. Uh, yes. Yo, like, yo, it's, because it's, it's crazy. It, it, you know what? Like, you you might just, you might just be right, Bishop, because 
if they end up being right, they're going, oh, well, look, look, oh, yeah, I exactly. told you. <laughs> like, you're nuts. Yeah, like, yo, it's, it's so ridiculous like, some of the right. stuff that I've been seeing. I'm going to read off the top 10 to you. And, and you know, obviously, the first one is locked in. Trevor Lawrence, they got Zach Wilson going to the Jets. Jamar Chase at, at, at three to the Dolphins. Justin Fields at four to the, to the Falcons. Penny okay. Sewell at five. I like that for, for the uh, the Bengals. That'd be good. Trey Lance going six to the Eagles. They better not tr- uh, touch Trey Lance. If there's one quarterback <laughs> that I want the Cowboys to get is Trey Lance. Make sure you try to get him. All right. Seven, Jalen Waddle to the Lions. I don't see how Jalen Waddle will be the second wide receiver off the, off the board, but that's just me. Uh Nah, Waddle, Waddle's up there. Nah, Waddle's nice. Waddle, Waddle's up there. He ain't better than, than Smith. Nah, he's definitely not. No, that's what I'm saying. Well, no, nah, but you know what? No, you know what they but they said that remember before Jalen Waddle got hurt, Smith was in his um was in his was his backup. Yes, yes. Smith stepped Smith in. Was his backup. Smith, yeah. Yes, Smith stepped in, but what Smith has shown, I you know what you're right. I think the fact that Smith had such a dominating season. I think mm-hmm. everybody's starting to forget how about good Waddle. Waddle is. Remember, they and was also, remember last year they was they was doing rock paper scissors to see who's yeah. gonna get the routes. Yeah, yeah, and also <laughs> and 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 Jamar Chase opting out. A lot of people forget how good he is as well. Right. So, yeah, I, I get it. You know, I think we're the we're in the prison of the moment, but I think ten spots is is ridiculous. Um, yeah, yeah, nah, that's that's a little crazy. Okay, so now they got they got Patrick Sertan going number nine to the Broncos, which is foolish. Uh, and, <laughs> like no, Caleb's yeah, Farley, uh, from from Virginia Tech going to the Cowboys. Like it, it, no, no. So who do you see realistically the Giants target at number eleven? I I think their target at number eleven is going to be whatever wide receiver, whatever the best wide receiver available is. I okay. think that's who they're going to take. So whether it's Jamar Chase, whether it's um Waddle, whether it's 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 um Smith. Um, Smith, yeah. like any of those three, I could see them going. Yo, just to show, just to tell you how crazy, because I went back in my phone and I found the last one he sent me. Yeah. This is Ryan Wilson from uh, CBS Sports, right? He he said that the Giants were going to take offensive lineman Elijah Vern Tucker at, at 11. That's who the Giants was going to take. Elijah Vern Tucker. I don't even see him on the board. He's a USC offensive lineman. Yeah, I think he's 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 I think he has a second round grade, doesn't he? Yo, look look at it. Look at it. This is it right here. So I'll show you on screen. Yeah, yo. He, oh, yeah. He has a second round grade, bro. Yo, son, son. I don't know what they be doing at CBS. They are terrible. Well, well, <laughs> well, listen, well listen. That guy, Josh Edwards said hold my beer. I I just, you know, and and listen, kudos to you guys at CBS Sports. Like we, well, I'm not trying to throw shots, but but this, this is just, I I don't, I don't understand. Like I I would, I would need some context in regards to why they feel that this draft is just going to be turned on its head. Maybe, I, I don't know. Maybe they're, maybe they're like, like, you know, maybe they're predicting traits to happen and it may bounce around certain priorities who who the hell knows but yeah i agree with you i think the giants i think the giants do need outside help um it yo, hold on, hold on. Yo, yeah. another I'm, i don't know i don't know if my computer oh i clicked on the um 
like the top draft prospects or whatever. And I don't know yeah. how they knew I was looking at the Giants, but a screen just popped up on my computer and it said Giants select uh, Quiddy Payne at number 11. Who the hell is that? A defensive lineman. Oh, right here, number eight. They got him listed as number eight. Quiddy Pay out of Michigan. He's a D lineman, 6'4, 272. Okay, okay. So this is another one that CBS Sports. I don't, I, Yo, son, it's crazy, son. I don't think the Giants And this is the same Ryan Wilson. Line. Yeah, I, I, they don't need a defensive lineman. That's not that's not needed. The that's only way they need a defensive lineman is if they let um if they let him walk, if they let Leonard Williams walk. Right. and which they're not going to do. They're not gonna do they're they not can't. gonna do that. They can't. So oh. he, they, they'll, they'll at least tag him again oh, before they, they let him walk. There's some there's some talks here. It says uh, Tom Brady and Bucks to rework deal. Mm, he may he may be giving back some money. Interesting. I mean, he wants another one. Oh, I hate this man because they 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 have a lot of free agents. Yes, they do, and, and they have a lot of they they have a lot of people that they would not they would need to bring back. Expect Tom and, Brady to in t- order to get everybody gonna, back. He may take fifty yeah. million dollars this year, Pete. He may he may yeah, end up. He, don't, he, don't need, he doesn't need it. That's the thing. He he's so different than every every other quarterback because you know, like he he has a, a, a rich wife, like you know what I'm saying? He makes like like he, 90 million dollars off the field. Off the field, all his all his off the field endorsements is crazy. So and then he has his you know his TV 12 business or whatever. So like he he don't need the money from the contract. You, you know, you know, you know what? Shouts to Tom Brady. Because <laughs> <laughs> that man tells you, like, I, listen, I we always make the comparison about Brady and Manning. And Manning has has always had the talent. Manning has always been the smarter quarterback. Right. Manning had Manning revolutionized the quarterback position. But Tom Brady right. looked at it from a different angle. He said, yo, I'm not that guy. I'm not as talented as Peyton Manning. Right. I'm just going to be the best winner, and I'm going to give back this money. Like, why doesn't everybody do this? Because everybody doesn't come from that background. Everybody don't have that other crutch, that security blanket of, yo, even if I don't make it, I'm still going to be rich. But, you know Ru- I, but, but, but Russell Wilson has that. His wife Russell is Wilson rich. Got that. Yeah, but she's not, she not Giselle rich. She's not though. Giselle. Nobody's she Giselle not, rich. Nobody's <laughs> Giselle, Giselle rich. rich. Nobody's <laughs> Giselle rich. She is, she is obnoxiously rich. Yeah, like, yeah, she got bread, man. So, like, and that's the thing. Also, you got to also think about where they, you know, where they come from. Yeah. So you know when when it, when you know when when it's minority quarterbacks and stuff like that. I mean minority players. Period. They usually come from you know usually come from humble beginnings yes, and they usually yes. take care of everybody That's else true. back home. That's true. So it's just even culturally, it's a whole different situation. Yeah. Like it's like yo, you don't turn you don't turn away millions, bro. Right. Like right, you know what right, I'm saying. Right, like right, you're right, trying right. to make sure you're you're trying to make sure your family eats for generations. You're not trying to yeah. just look for now. Yeah. That's so. True. I think I think some of them look at it different. And then going back to Deshaun Watson in his case, like yo, he's already lost a year to um to injury. You know what I'm saying? And did, wasn't he injured in college also? Didn't I he believe- have an injury? I could have sworn he had an injury in college also. I believe so. I believe so, so. So if you if you're looking at it like that, you gotta also remember, like, like you were saying, just give him a year, but like sometimes, like, especially with football. You There's don't have no guarantees, and yeah. you never know what's gonna happen from day to day, man. Well, hell, man, look at look at what happened to Dak Prescott, right? Yeah, yeah. He, he yeah. ended up not getting the money, and then his his leg was on backwards, and now yes. now now he's now he's still trying to negotiate a, a long term deal. So you know, it's 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 tough, man. But yeah, exactly. um, what what do you think? All right, you know, 
Giants need an edge rusher. I mean, uh, Giants need a, a wide receiver. We we established that. Do mm-hmm. you do you feel that Daniel Jones is the answer at quarterback, or do you think that this year will be his final evaluation year, and then maybe next year they go ahead and move on from him? What are your thoughts on that? This year will definitely determine what they do with him uh, long term because I think this is the year that they have to determine whether they're going to pick up his fifth year. Option. Yes. So. <clears throat> if he can continue on the trajectory that he was last year, where he cut down on the turnovers and the game started to slow down for him and, you know, he can make plays. Like, I think he, he has the talent. Yeah. He definitely has, he has the arm talent. He can make any throw. Cause you know, he puts, he puts some passes on people. Nah, right? he does. He does. He, he can make the deep throw. He can make the long, the short throw. Like he has the arm talent. He can make you miss in the pocket. And he can, as you can see from that, that, that long ass <laughs> run he had. <laughs> Listen, I don't fall him because I've, I've done those runs before. Yo, it's the worst when you're running and you can't see nobody else around right, you. Right. Yo, that, you start to get in your head, man. Yeah. Yo, I, I, I don't fault him for, for, for falling. I don't, I don't fault him for falling. I know how it is to try to run that fast. Yeah. The cleats and the, oh, I, I understand. Oh but um, and he's probably never had to do that before. In the That's game. true. That's true too. <laughs> but like he has all the gifts that you need to be a starting quarterback. He just needs to be able to hold on to the damn ball. And now, if it's yes. a, and if it's a hand problem, if he has too small a hands to deal with that, then you know. You know, it sucks, but yo, you got to move on. But you yeah. can't have a quarterback that's going to give up the ball all the time. All that's the time. that's my thing. Like you know, I, I like like I said, I agree with every point that you made. Like he has all the skills that you need, but if he keeps putting the ball on the turf, it doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter because you're 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 putting your teams in bad spots. You're giving you're now giving your defense short field to try to figure out and, and try to stop a team from scoring, and that doesn't happen in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, not only not only short field, but you're also not giving them any rest. Not so exactly, if, no if, rest. if you're if you're giving the ball up or if you're um going three and out every every down or whatever, that that means the defense is only on the, is only on resting for three plays and then they back yeah. out there. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. eventually, so even if your defense is good, which the Giants' defense was pretty good this year, yes. a, a big problem that they had was they'll go through these long scoring droughts and the and you they they never get a chance to rest. So. You know, you hold them, you hold them, you hold them, and then eventually you get tired, and then the other team is just going to take advantage of it. That's true. That's true. Giants were in every game. Yo, they were in the game against Pittsburgh. They were in every game that they played against, even against against Tampa Bay. That's true. Every game. They were in every game except for the 49er game. That just, I don't know what happened there, and the 49ers didn't even have their full squad, and they just blew the doors off us. But that's whatever. But every other game, we were in it. And you just, you they, they play a type of defense which is bend but don't break, and you I mean that's okay, but you got to be able to score if you're gonna do that. Yes, exactly. Like that was that was the Chiefs two years ago. They had a bend right. don't break defense, but that offense carried the weight. So exactly, be able to 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 win that way. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So you can't like and 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 I understand what it is. They they I hit their defense. The defensive coordinator realized early on in the year that all right, we can't play man. Yeah. Like when we play man, we get destroyed. Right. So if you can't, if you know that you can't play man, you got to switch something up. At least he made the adjustment to go to go zone more often than not. But when the problem is when you play against a team that has a lot of weapons, they pick you apart. Right. And that's what Tom Brady did to us. That's what Baker Mayfield did to us. Like anytime you be played up against a team that had multiple weapons, 
they destroyed us. But that's also why when we played a team like Seattle, who didn't have a whole bunch of weapons, when you really only had Metcalf that you had to deal with, we were able to hold on. We were able to beat those type of teams because they didn't have a whole bunch of wide receiver weapons that you have to stay on them for like four or five seconds, you know, 20 seconds or 15 seconds or something like that. Right. You don't have to worry about that. So I think once they get a real, like they they need to get a real pass rush and part of the reason we didn't have much of a pass rush is two of our starting outside linebackers, which is really the edge rushers in in the, in the four, three defense. Yes. They were out from the beginning of the year. Yeah. You guys had a lot of injuries. Yeah, so so that that was a big that was a big part of why we had to play the way we did. So I think next year, once we get everybody back healthy, um, I think we'll actually have a real training camp this year. Yeah, that's another yes. thing that 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 a lot of teams didn't have. Yep. Um, and then this is also um Daniel Jones is only his second year with the with with the with the offense. Right. You know, so it should, it should be better second year. It in. should be better. You should have because remember he got a new offensive coordinator and no training camp. Right. No, he wasn't able to get reps with his wide receivers. Like you, you, you can't really, you know, especially in football, training camp is key. It's very important. Training camp is key, and not only training camp. Like I told you before, I remember I was talking about this before, and I was like, it's not only training camp; it's the OTAs. Yes. And the OTAs help keep you in shape all throughout the year. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's why you saw so many. I think to me, that's why I felt like you saw so many more. ACL tears and and different lower body injuries, yep. soft tissue because, injuries. Yep. Yeah, you know you didn't build up that muscle strength over the year that you normally would because you would have to go to OTAs and everything like that in the off season. Yeah, so because of that, and then also you don't have access to the same facilities that you would normally have because normally you'd be able to go train on your own to any right. facility and go train with different guys and do different things. A lot of places were shut down, yeah. especially in the beginning of the pandemic because nobody knew what was going on. So everything exactly. was shut down completely. Right. And then, you know, now this year, things will be opened up. Even if it, even if we're not opened up as a society completely, I more, think more facilities will be, more, will be opened yeah, up. Yeah, more facilities will be open. You'll be able to get the training in that you need to get in because yes. we understand a little, a lot more about what we're dealing with than we did yes. last year. I agree. I agree. That, that were great points. Great points. I definitely fully agree with what you said. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, you, you know, they they have they have some talent, the Giants do, and I can see them giving him a shot and you know, seeing how it works. But isn't it the same isn't it the same situation that the Jets are in? Because my thing is Sam Darnold is 23 years old. 23. He's had this is going to be his third head coach. Yep. This is going to be his third coordinator. Mm-hmm. How can any quarterback be able to get a rhythm when you are in dysfunction? And correct me if I'm wrong, Pete, but I don't think that there's any team in football that had a worse offense than the Jets. Yeah, no. No, the worst. I, I can't think. Of, I think there was a who, there was a game where I think the Jets only had like what three first downs or something. Yeah, the like yeah. they were. It was. It was. It was bad. Like I, it, it was. It was bad. They. And, they. But I think it. It was. I. For me, majority of that is on the coach because when you have yes. Sam Donald going on the Michael K show and he's saying like, I can't audible out of a play. That's dumb. What? It's dumb. As, a, as an NFL quarterback, you're telling me you can't go up to the line of scrimmage, see that 
I'm, if I got a run play call to the right and I see the linebacker sitting in the hole right where this play is supposed to run, you tell me I can't play? Go, yo, don't run this play. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. In high school, when I was in high school, we could we could audible plays on offense and defense. Our coaches told us, listen, if you see something that's not going to work, yo, you audible out of it. You know the play. Yeah, that's, that's that, typical that, 101. Like, you know what I'm listen, saying? I, I, I'm telling you right now. You hear, you know, you, you are an avid, you know, listener and watcher, uh, watcher of, of, of sports radio, you know, sports TV, debate shows and all that stuff. You constantly hear people say, oh, well, Sam Donald didn't prove. How can he prove himself with that team? Exactly. Like, explain with that to kind me of coaching. with that you, type of coaching. So, so my thing is, my thing is this. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong. You're going to trade a 23-year-old for another 23-year-old? Why who don't hasn't you just, proven anything. Who hasn't had a snap in the NFL. At yeah. least this kid has three years under his belt. He's seen some defenses. He knows exactly what looks good and what doesn't. Wouldn't it be better for you to give him a competent offense, give him a competent line, you trade down, or maybe you just take Penny Sewell at number two, Right. And you have Makai Becton and Penny Sewell book at, your, at your bookend tackles for the next decade. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be better? And then, and then also, you still have a draft pick where you can go get Travis Etienne. And the, like, there's so many things that you can be able to get yes. in this draft yes. for this yes. young quarterback that yes. you can literally, if you're the Jets organization, you can turn your franchise around this season. I'm not saying that you'll probably make the playoffs, but you can be able to be a seven, eight, nine win team if, if things go if things go well, and that's what you're looking for with yeah. the current with the current quarterback that you have. I don't I don't see how drafting a Zach Wilson uh, Wilson makes sense. It doesn't make sense in any situation to me. It just doesn't. um listen. It, the only way it makes sense is this. All right, you. If you're not, because you gotta remember, none of the people that are still here with the organization drafted him. Drafted right? Donald. Yeah, I understand yeah. it. Yes. So, so they might want to get their guy, which I always felt was was a dumb thing because it's dumb. What is it? What does it matter if he's your guy as long as he can play football? Talent is talent. Um. Yeah. Exactly. But my only thing is, you know me, I like Zach Wilson. I yeah. think Zach Wilson's gonna be successful in the NFL. Right. So my thing is, this is this is this is where this is where it hurts Sam is because. You got to pay him soon, right? Now, to me, that simply just says to me, yo, you pay him whatever he you think he's worth. He hasn't done anything yet in the NFL, so he can't demand a high contract. But that's the thing. He won't because even if Sam ends up having a decent year next season, right? Say he throws for 4,000 yards, 27 touchdowns, nine picks. Sam Donald's not going to go on the market and say, "Hey, I, I need thirty-five million dollars." Right. You can get exactly. Sam. Exactly. You can get Sam Donald for twenty-five million dollars, and that's a good contract for a young player. It's, especially if that's going to be your franchise quarterback yeah. going forward. Yeah. So, so that's my thing. Like, that's the only drawback I would say is like, all right, it depends on how far you like where you feel you are in in the in the rebuilding ladder. Yeah. If you still feel like you're at the beginning of a rebuild, then it's fine to get another quarterback. Yeah. That's, especially if you can get some draft capital for Sam or if you can get another player back, you know what I'm saying? So like, if you can, if you can get something for Sam, then 
I could I could see you know getting rid of him and then going with 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 Zach or whoever you feel at quarterback is gonna be you know is gonna be the best whether yeah. it's it's Zach whether it's um Fields you know whether it I I doubt they they like Trey Lance like that um but you know they, they whoever need to, they whoever need to stay away be. they need to stay away from Trey Lance. Leave, leave Trey Lance. I'll say you get Trey Lance, man. Come on, come on, come on. Dallas ain't taking. Trey we gonna get I, Trey Lance. I can see Giants going after Trey Lance more than I see Dallas going Trey Lance's. Trey, I just don't. <laughs> I I just don't want Trey Lance ending up on the Eagles. I swear to God, Bishop, if he ends up on the Eagles. <laughs> I mean, wait. So what did they get when they traded? Um, uh, when they traded, what's his face? Did they? How much? What did they get back? Oh, Wentz. Yeah, they got a they got a they got a, they got a conditional first round pick, so it can change into a first round pick if uh Wentz um stays starts if he, or if, he, if he if he if he plays seventy five percent of the snaps, which he's going to do. Right. So you know, it's I, I don't think it's for this year; it's for next year. So oh, so that's yeah, they yeah. Nothing, man. bro. They got they got they got six dollars for 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 Carson Wentz. That's what they got. They that's got, crazy. Okay. They got six right. dollars in, in some bubble gum. Because <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like I'm trying to figure out. I feel like because because they they got better to me when they switched to um uh to what's his face who. To um, not the Eagles. Oh, Jalen Hurts. When they switched to Hurts, really? They got they got better to me because you got to remember when they first made that switch to Jalen Hurts. Yo, the team started playing with more energy. Because the thing with Wentz was, I think, I don't think it was only that the organization lost confidence in Wentz. I think it was the, his teammates lost confidence in him. Uh, well, 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 you got to think about this, this too with, with Carson Wentz is that there's a statue of Nick Foles in front of the stadium. Which doesn't make sense to me. That's the stupidest thing ever. The, the, he is the starting quarterback. He is the franchise guy, and he doesn't even – he has to look at Nick Foles every time he walks into the building. Like, he, 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 he will never live up to, that, to that, that standard. And I think once Nick Foles won that Super Bowl, it was over for Carson Wentz. It was over for Carson Wentz there because the team will always look at him like – Man, we wish Nick was here because maybe Nick would have got us. Maybe Nick would have made that play. Maybe, maybe, maybe Nick would have got out of that sack. Like that's that's what it is. And but the thing is, you know, you say that Jalen Hurts, they played a little better. I'm not gonna disagree with you that he gave them a different dynamic, but here's the issue: Jalen Hurts cannot throw the football to save his life. <laughs> and Carson and Carson Wentz can. And they, they did not give that boy that they, they didn't give Carson Wentz a decent line. And that's why he regressed. Jalen Hurts can be able to run around back there like like Russell Wilson and get his and get and get beat up. But he can't throw the football. Nah, Jalen can throw the football. Man, Come on, I, man. Yo, what, you, did you see his? Did you see that offense at Oklahoma like, uh, when he was there, son, in college? That is Lincoln Riley. Was, Lincoln no, but he's Riley. Still- he was still making the throws, man, and he did it. And remember, he did it. He did it before Alabama too. No, he, he didn't. He didn't do it. He was throwing the ball, man. He could sling the ball, man. There's a reason why uh, uh, Nick Saban said, "I'm going to the lefty. I'm going to Tua because <laughs> you ain't doing your job properly, and I gotta go to this kid." Like, but he if you, was but, not but, impressive but, in Alabama. But if you remember, if you remember, they went back to him in the yeah. championship. Yeah, because Tua got hurt. 
Yo, nah, they, were, they went back to him, bro. No, Tua Tua got, they only went back then because Tua got hurt. <sighs> Listen, man, I think I think Jalen has the arm talent. I think what you the big thing with in the NFL is rhythm. And you got to get the rhythm, especially if you're a quarterback, you have to have the rhythm with your wide receivers. And part of that is taking the snaps with the with the starting with the with the starting offense. Yeah. And what happens a lot of times in the NFL, majority of the time, if you're the backup, you almost never take any of the snaps with the starting with the Very starting. True. Even if even if the if dude got the sniffle, they still not let you throw the ball. You know right. what I'm saying? So right. I think give him a training camp, give him some OTAs, let him get a chance to work with his wide receivers and actually get to work with the offense, the, the playbook and let the, the, um, the, the team, the offensive coordinator draw up some plays that'll work well with Jalen Hurts. Yeah. And I think you'll see a better, a better offense from them. Well, I'm going to tell you this. I, I feel bad for Jalen Hurts because when you have Nick Sirianni as your head coach, <laughs> it's, it's going to be, it's going to be rough. <laughs> We're gonna put one foot in front of the other, and we're—that's called walking. Like, I, I mean, you know, well, maybe he'll explain everything to in in so much detail <laughs> that everybody on the team will get it. His playbook is going to be with Lego blocks. That's what, <laughs> that's what he's got. That's what he's gonna have. Now, oh right, my God! Before before we get off the NFL and move to the NBA, I'm begrudgingly wanting to move to the NBA. Um, I want to talk about. Um, Mike Tomlin. Now, okay. you know he had he had some comments the other day and was talking about Eric Bieniemy and how you know he feels that it's unfair that Eric Bieniemy hasn't got a shot and and to me, I have I have gone back and forth with this because I love Mike Tomlin, I respect Mike Tomlin, I think Mike Tomlin's a hell of a coach, but you, sir cannot be the spokesperson for this situation <laughs> because in 14 years you've never hired a black assistant and i'm just saying mm. this is not your particular it's not his fight this is, it's not your fight my man you know bruce arians is doing it for the culture yeah <laughs> mike mike tomlin ain't doing nothing for us like what are, what are your thoughts because you know me and you are very very similar in regards to how we feel about the nfl coaching dynamic it's getting better but yeah. it still ain't it's there not, yet it's not where it needs to be but yeah but what are your thoughts on mike tomlin specifically this is my only thing that i can say about it is the question is and i i don't i'm not it's not that i'm giving him the benefit of the doubt i'm just you know playing devil's advocate yes. maybe they don't let him get some of the coordinators that he might want to, you know what I'm saying? So you, so you think Maybe, that he may not have control of his staff, right? He might not have full hundred percent autonomy on his staff, but I doubt it. I right. still think at the end of the day, he probably just, you know, he might ask his quarterback who he wants, you know, like they might, they might actually, you know, listen to their different players and say, Oh, who do you want for this? We want for that. And that might yeah. be how his staff gets built out. Or it just might be, those are his friends and those are the people he's cool with or whatever. And it doesn't but just Pete, happens to be not, but, you know. But, but Pete, I'm just saying, man, in 14 years, you, you couldn't even just buck up on a brother. Yo, I, yo, you know what? I, I didn't even realize <laughs> it though. Like 14 we, like, years. I didn't even like, if you, if, if that whole thing, like I remember I saw that on, um, uh, 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 I saw Shannon Sharp say, yes. And I, and I, and I was like, it was shocking to me too. Yeah, I had to look what? it up. I had to look it up. I said, nah, like, I said, nah, he gotta be wrong. He gotta be wrong by that. Yeah, like Tomlin, really? But you know what, man? 
the NFL is NFL is a strange place. Bro. It's a strange NFL, place. It's, it's, I, it's a strange. That is well and, said. And, and, and like just NFL coaching and and football, like football coaching in general, and the politics is, is just it, yeah, it's, it's different. It's a lot, man. Different. Like I feel like there's got to be a reason why. Like, how is it that the enemy hasn't gotten a shot yet? And he's and he's been how? interviewed a ton. Yeah, man. Like it's like it's like even if you say he gives a bad interview. Who gives a fuck about an interview? <laughs> like, like if he if he got good plays and he could call a good game, like maybe him sitting across from you having this conversation is not the best thing, you know, that's not a good use of his time. But if you put him in the locker room and in charge of people, right, and in charge of players, you know, like he it, it's it, he's more natural there. Like, yeah, because the thing is, when you hear him speak, when you hear Eric Bieniemy speak, he controls the the room. Like he's he's well spoken. He's energetic, you know. I like I like his how how he speaks. So I can't see how he's gonna go into an interview. Maybe maybe he's not maybe he's not an X and O's guy, or maybe he's not, you know, a rah rah guy. But neither was was uh, Todd Bowles, and Todd Bowles got 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 a couple. Like it's just I don't know. It, it, it's, uh, what's the name from the um, from the Browns that went to the Jets? Um, oh my goodness, uh, <laughs> man, genie. Oh my goodness. <laughs> like you trying to tell me he got personality, bro? No, man. So like I I don't know man like it it the NFL it it's it it is an all boy it's a it's an old boys club yes. type of thing it is and owners like like yo even for, even with my Giants they still have a certain uh way that they look at people in certain positions right like you have to have a a certain look yes and it has to be the Giants way and which blah, is blah, crazy blah, blah. and like, it's like yo not yo things have to evolve and change right. Things have to evolve and change. You can't have the exact same thoughts that you had before. Everything right. is different now. Right, I agree. The world is a different place. I agree. It's part of the reason why I can't rock with baseball with a lot of this stuff that they do yeah. because yeah. Like, yo, y'all hold on so true to all this stuff that happened almost 100 years 19, ago. Nine, they still hold on to 1912, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and you couldn't, like, the whole world could, wasn't even allowed to play the game that you were right. talking about 100 years right. ago. Right, you know what I'm saying? So you hold these guys like, yo, he's the best ever. He's this, he's that. You hold them all to these records and like, yo, everybody wasn't even allowed in back then. Right. So you don't right. know if he's the best. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it, it's so crazy to me. Listen, man, the life wasn't even in color back then. Word so, <laughs> for real. So it's just like, <laughs> yeah, every everybody walked around in black and white. That, that's how I feel. That's how. Yeah, I feel. Yeah, every, yeah, yeah. Every yeah. every picture I saw was in black and white. So it's I'm like sure. the first two episodes of WandaVision. Man. They, they, like, they, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly how they saw life. Everything was just black and white. You can't tell me nothing. Don't debate me. Yeah, so that's it. You know, let's let's move on to the to, to the NBA. Now, listen, I got I got to give you your flowers. All right, I got to give you your flowers <laughs> because you, my friend, in the twenty years that I've known you, you are the most diehard. <laughs> you are the most loyal. You are the only <laughs> Nets fan that I know that used to travel from Queens Village to Newark, New Jersey, to the Prudential <laughs> Center and watch games. Like, listen, you are, if, if the Nets go ahead and win this NBA championship, I am going to celebrate with you because <laughs> you, you deserve it. You deserve it. You have been through so much with this organization and you've always tried to see the 
the, the, <laughs> the light at the end of the, the tunnel. Light at the end of the tunnel. Exactly. That's, that's it, man. Like, that's what, all I could do. What are your thoughts about like you know we'll talk like what are your thoughts about Brooklyn and what do you what are your thoughts about the NBA and you know what teams are 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 the the biggest surprise to you? But let's let's talk about the Nets first. Well, you know I go back even before that because I, I I had season tickets back when they were still at Izod. Wow. I had. I had the year that they were, I think it was the so 12 the, and 70s, the so 12 that, and 70 season. So that, that's after I had, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had season tickets. Uh, I had season tickets back then. So I was just like, you you trying to tell me you going from Brooklyn all the way out there to watch it lose 12, to win 12 games. <laughs> right, right. So like, it, 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 it was rough. It was rough, man. But like, listen, I love basketball. Basketball is my number one the number yes. one sport. I'm better at football. I went to college, played football, but basketball has always been my love. So, right. and like my mom's is the one that actually got me into being a Nets fan because she took me when I was little to see a, a, a Nets game in Jersey. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that, you know, that's basically how I became a Nets fan because of her. Same way right. I became a, a Mets fan because, because she used to take me to right. Shea. Right. So, you know, my a lot of my sports scenes is because she used to take me to the games. Yeah. And so, like I just, I just always was a Nets. I just like I, you know what it was. I grew up a lot of Knicks around a lot of Knicks fans, and you and you had and to be the opposite. <laughs> I no, yo, I just couldn't be that delusional. <laughs> like, like, I mean, yo, like my pops is a Knicks fan, and like I used to sit around at home when I was a kid, and I'm watching them. You know, it's the '90s Knicks and everything, and you know you know, they're, they're going up against the Bulls and all this other stuff. And they're like, every year, the Knicks fans is, yo, this is our year. This is mm-hmm. our year. And I'm looking at them. I'm like, y'all know Jordan's still in the league, right? <laughs> I'm like, yo, Jordan and the Bulls ain't going nowhere. They're still here. They, nah, nah, right. this is our year. We got oh, it. So then I'm watching and I'm like, I'm watching them in, with the heartache in the playoffs. I'm like, yo, y'all, y'all just do this to yourselves every year. The pain, I'm telling you, man. The, you know what I'm saying? Knicks every fans. year. And I'm like, I just couldn't associate myself with that kind of like delusion. <laughs> so I like the Nets. I like their colors, you know, whatever. I used to yeah. just be a fan of just teams back in like my favorite player of all time is Rasheed Wallace. Yeah. It's <laughs> like I loved it. I loved his energy. I loved the way that he used to play inside, outside back in the day when right. like, not a lot of people did that. Right. He, he he played really, really good defense too. So he was a force on both the offensive side and the defense side of the ball. And I just like the passion that he played with. So, yeah. like, I used to root for the Trailblazers when he was over there with, with Stoudemire and Sabonis and all them with Bonzi and everybody coming through. So, like, I, I used to – that was my West Coast team. My West yeah, Coast yeah, team yeah. was the Trailblazers and my East Coast team was the Nets. Yeah. And then, and then going back to, like, how I became – like, even the two years that, that Jordan retired, Knicks, Knicks had a chance. I was like, yo, Jordan's gone. Y'all got y'all shot. They're like, yo, now it's definitely out of time. And y'all still ain't do it. You know <laughs> they what I'm saying? The, they, listen, they got the game seven. Come yo, on, they got, yo, listen, they got there. Credit, man. And <laughs> they got there, and he 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 didn't finger he finger rolled when he should have dunked. And come on, you know come what I'm on, saying? Like, don't, 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 don't bring up no. Come on, <laughs> come on man. Don't, don't, don't come at Pat like that. Nah, man. but like, nah, but but in all seriousness, like that's really like that kind of solidified it for me. Like just seeing how, just how. You know they 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 act. You know Nick fans act. It's the same way with the Yankees. Like yeah. I could never be a Yankee fan ever, ever. I could never be a Yankee fan just ever. because of the way the fans act. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like like that that kind of you know. It I don't was, even it hate stuff like I, that. I don't even hate the Yankees. I, I just hate Yankee fans. Right, right, exactly. Like I don't hate the Knicks 
themselves, like the organization. Like the fans. I don't give a, I don't care. It's the fans, it's the fans man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the fans act crazy. Like yeah. they they go through this whole thing of oh we own the town and you know they got the back pages and I'm like yeah but what does that got you? Listen, th- that's the thing with me is that you know. I hear that all the time. Oh, well, you know, KD said it's a nickname, but he didn't choose y'all. Yeah. He went to Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yo, it's like people, most Nets fans don't really care about, no. about, about the Knicks. Yo, there's so, there's so much anxiety being a Nets fan that right. something's going to go wrong. Right. Like, we don't got time to be thinking about we got, the Knicks. We ain't got to be, we, y- 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 y'all ain't got no time to be worrying about no rivalry. Yeah, word. Like, <laughs> We try we got so much other, you know, trying to focus. so much other angst and anxiety. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just trying to hope that our team could do what it's supposed to do right. in certain situations. You know what I'm saying? Like, when we had, like, we had Darren Williams, and when Darren Williams got traded to the Nets, everybody was like, "Yo, it was a big time." It was, yeah. it was a big move. Everybody was happy because, like, yo, first of all, nobody knew he was even on the block. Right. And remember, we did that in, in you know, in response to Melo going to the Knicks. Yes. Yes. And so. We got, we got, we got Darren and then like, yo, it was, it was a good time. And Darren, remember Darren back then, they was talking about whether or not he was one of the best, he, he was, was the one, best point guard in the he NBA. Was top, he was one of the top it was five between, point guards in the NBA. Him and Chris, it was between him and Chris Paul. Right. And, and, and if you looked at when they used to go head to head against each other, Darren actually usually used to come up on top over Chris Paul. Right. But, um, so, you know, we all thought, you know, we've seen this story before. And that's why if you look at certain things, even when you go to games, the energy is different. Yeah. Like you don't, we don't have that rabid fan base. Yes. That, right. that like the Knicks have, or like the Yankees have, or even the Mets have, or the Jets, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like we don't have that rabid fan base because so much has gone wrong. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't, they, it seems like they don't want to give like, it's a lot of attention. Full, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. yo, when is it going to turn? Yeah. When is it going to turn? And like, what happened with that? It was doing good. Everything was great. And then, the ankles, right. the ankles was done. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it was never the same. Right. Uh, we get, we trade for KG, Pierce, and Garnett. You know, we trade for um KG, uh, Pierce, and, and Terry, and everything yeah. like that. We think we're gonna we're gonna do this thing. We got Joe Johnson there. We got Darren. We got Brooke Lopez. What happens? Brooke Lopez go out for right. the year. You know what I'm saying? We right. had Jay Kid come back to be the coach and everything. We doing all that. We get to the second round of playoffs and yeah, that's it. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So. It's it's always been that you know we'll get get close, but then we just don't make it over the hump. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know that that's that's definitely the Nets' history, um, and it, it it might be our time now. That's it's just basically what it what it might be because, Bishop, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I've <laughs> I've watched basketball a long time. I've seen the the Miami Heat form, and that 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 trio was great. I ain't never seen no trio like this. Yeah. This is this is ridiculous. <laughs> Where you can have this type of firepower, and you know, I, I I really don't I don't know what to say about this team. The only thing I can say is that basketball levels itself out and i know that as good as they are they're going to have some challenges in the playoffs not saying that they can't overcome those challenges right but they will get tested and i i want to see that i don't want to see the nets cruise through the eastern conference playoffs because at that point we're not going to know how they 
how they're going to deal with adversity. I want to yeah. see them go through some some struggles in the, in the playoffs. So, you know, basketball is fun that way. It's going to be very interesting. Um, you know, what are your thoughts on possibly uh, um, Blake Griffin joining the team? Oh, my God. Uh, I <laughs> – it was funny because I, I when I heard about – I remember they were talking about um, – when they both sat out Blake Griffin, the um, Pistons sat out Blake Griffin and the Cavs sat out Drummond. Yeah. And I saw that both of them were going to be buyout candidates. And I was just yeah. looking at it. I'm like, all right. So I know Blake is definitely getting bought out. Yeah. Because he got two years left. Yes. So I knew I knew for a fact, they if they sit him now, first of all, nobody's going to trade for Blake. No, 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 no. Right? So if you're sitting him now and he got two years left on his contract, I, I knew he was getting bought out. Yes. Drummond was the one that I was like, Cause still, I I want I want Drummond still has that's trade why, value, but but he's in he's in the last year of a deal, and you know you're not going right. to give up anything for him, right? Especially if you know that they're gonna they they they're gonna um buy him out more right. than likely, yeah. Like they're not gonna just keep paying him when they could buy him out and let yes. him go somewhere else. Yes. So when when I heard about that, I'm like, with our luck, it's just gonna be Blake's gonna come free, and we are gonna get Blake, and I'm yeah. just like, I don't mind it. But I don't. I'm just still trying to figure out where the fit is. Do you think that he had? Do you think that he still has something to contribute, or do you think that he shot? I don't think he shot. I think that he's playing in Detroit, and yeah, like I mean, it's Detroit. Like, yeah. He, yeah, it's yeah. Detroit. Like I, like I look at the circumstance of him being in Detroit and everything like that. Like he never wanted to go there. It's not like he right. Because remember, so, he had signed the big extension with the Clippers that off season. Yeah. They and then as soon him. as he was eligible, they traded him. Yeah. They, they, right. they did him dirty. Right. So first, and that's why when they, when they, when they have the Clippers listed on the list as potential landing spot, there's no way. in First off, hell. first off, first off, why would he ever want to go back to a place where he's going to have to use space heaters in a, in a D <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand why he would want to do that. I don't get that. Uh, Listen, yeah. like, there's no way in hell that I could see that he would con- yeah. even consider the. Cl- no way. I think even the, I think even the first time he went back to to L.A. to play, it was he it got was, to a, it was, was very odd. Yell, yeah, didn't he yell at the owner and everything like that? No, like, I they think, had like a little. No, I think he. I think he. He completely ignored him. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, he he I knew it was something with the yeah. owner. Like he didn't he, give him like the time of day. Or he something. didn't even acknowledge him. Yeah, right. So that's why I'm like, when I saw that, I was like, nah, that's, I can't see that happening. Right. Now, I thought from I thought he would go to y'all. I thought he was gonna go to the Lakers. That's that's where I think. And and you know what? He still might. I, these listen, are just rumors. Listen, you, just you, rumors. you know you know how I feel about about Blake Griffin. You know, a, a lot of people have asked me, Pete, and they've said, you, you know, what do you think about Blake Griffin joining the Lakers? And, he may be able to help in a limited capacity, but mm-hmm. the only thing that goes through my mind Pete, is that he's Clipper scum. He's Clipper scum. <laughs> and, and I just, I can't get over that. I can't get over that. Like it's, it's, it's hard for me to look at him and ever see that man in purple and gold. I can't do it. Can't do it. It's, Listen, like, it's, man, it's like, like Chris Paul, Clipper scum. He's always going to Now he's on the suns. Do you go from the Clippers? To the Suns, you are you are definitely an enemy of the state. You are definitely an enemy of the state. Listen, all I all I can tell you, man, is you see see you're spoiled. All right, I, I am not. You are you are spoiled, and, and and I'll tell you why you're spoiled because you are a Lakers fan, and you you have 
a plethora of championships to pull from. And you've seen a plethora of championships in your I, lifetime. I've seen six. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So, so you, <laughs> you had to say it, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> so you, you already, you've seen, you know, that success. You've been to the mountaintop. Yes. So you could be like, oh, I don't need a Blake Griffin. Even if he could help our team, I don't want him because he took us go. Listen, I can't, I can't do that. You know what I'm saying? You, like, what, if Blake what, Griffin want to come to the Nets, and he can help us win. Yo, yes. jump on board, man. But, Let's but go. It's different though, because think of you guys need bodies. You guys need active bodies. Doesn't matter who it is, you need some bodies to put on there. But my thing is this with Blake Griffin. And this is why I actually the question is is he shot? Because Blake Griffin hasn't dunked in two years. That's one. <laughs> defensively, defensively, he's never been great. And his body is starting to break down, which means that his defensive uh, lateral quickness is even worse now. Yeah. So I don't know where exactly he would. Like, I can see how he can fit with you guys because you have a lot of firepower. You're just going to need him to be able to do what he can do. It's not going to hurt. Or, it's not going to hurt you guys getting a little bit of offense out of, out of Blake. You, you can play him 15 yeah. to 20 minutes. He give you what you can give you, and that's it. For yeah. the Lakers, we need rim protection. We need rebounding. We need guys that can be able to move their feet in the pick and roll situation. Blake can't yeah. do any of that. So how does how does he help us? I think he helps the Nets more than us. You know what I'm saying? And that's 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 my point. Oh, okay. Well, all right. My thing is like the same thing. You 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 need rim protection. We need rim protection. Yeah. Um. We're not getting him for that. Yeah, we would just be getting him for that, right? Just for and body. Yes. And yeah, yeah, and that and that's that's really all it would be. Um, he he would help rebounding wise. Yes. Um, because career, because you know he's almost he's almost he's I think he's around like eight or nine. He's rebounds still, yeah, he's his career. his rebounds have dipped because he's not as physical anymore. He's more outside right. now. So right. yeah. yeah, but yeah. he can still rebound. So, he can still he can grab still about rebound. seven rebounds a game. Listen, man, we could combine him and DeAndre Jordan and make one good NBA player. Um, but, but yeah, like we 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 could we could definitely use him on the yeah. team just just to take away minutes from somebody that might be a fringe NBA player, like somebody like a TLC, maybe. Yes. Um, who is wildly inconsistent. Yeah. Um, he needs support. So yeah, yeah, like he can he when he's on, he's on. Yeah. But when he's not, oh my god. Right. Like, right. It's you bad. know what I'm saying? Like he's feast or famine. So. Right. Having a person, you know, the caliber of a Blake Griffin, even if he's coming off the bench or whatever, for a bench unit, that'd be good. You know what I'm saying? Coming off I the agree. bench, yes, he he would be perfect. You have yeah. him running with with Harden, and um and and Landry Shamit, and, yeah. and you you maybe put a Tyler Johnson in there. Jeff I Green. can even see him playing. Yeah, Jeff. Well, see, I would more so put Jeff Green in. The, I would put Jeff Green in the starting lineup if I okay. were to do that, and have him play with um, have have him at the four. Okay, and KD at the and KD at three. Okay, you can do that, and you can do the same thing. Even if you want to start, say you want to start Blake Griffin, you want to ease him into it, you want to start him and put him at the four, yeah. and have KD, KD, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. then in, in small ball lineups, you can go small ball and have DeAndre off the floor, right? Have Griffin at the five or whatever, and have him and KD just inter- interchange because KD's gonna go down there and, and play post defense and stuff like that. Also, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just my main concern is I have a lot more faith in Nick Claxton. Like well, I love Nick Claxton. He's good, man. He's just he's just he's just very thin. He's very thin, but he's so active. Yeah, his feet are so active, and like he was playing uh, when we were playing against the Spurs the other night. Um, yo, he was playing like he switches on everything. 
We we play hundred percent switching defense, and he switches on the guards. Yeah. And the and in the and against the Spurs, yo, he switched on um onto the guard, cooking him. Yeah. Try to guard, try to cross him over. He cooked him and took the ball to the other and took it to the rack the other side. Yeah. Um. So like he has that kind of and then he I think he had three other blocks that night. You know what I'm saying? I think he had 17 points with um with three blocks and I think okay. I how many rebounds he had. So like every game he's increased and he you could tell that he's not up to speed yet because <clears throat> he's uh he hasn't played in a year. Yeah. Like the last time he played was in the G League. Right. Um, because we sent him down to the G League last season before the before the, the league shut down. Yeah. So his last game was probably in March sometime of last year. So it's been almost an entire full year, and he had shoulder, shoulder surgery uh, during the bubble, and then he had the knee tendonitis in the beginning of this year. Yeah. So he it's taken him a while. Like a lot of people don't even didn't even know about him. Right. And you know people were like, oh, who was this Nick Claxton kid? But when he played for us last year, when a game against the Bulls, I think it was. He had like 15 points, you know, 15 yeah. points, like five rebounds or whatever. And he was, you know, hitting threes. He's, He's talented. Off the dribble. Yeah. So I, and he, and he can block shots. So I like him. Um, I just don't want to stunt his growth by having Blake Griffin on the team. Right. So that is my only concern with it. And especially what, depending on what kind of contract we give him. Cause I don't yeah, see, I, I don't, he's going to, he's going to take something a little bit over the, the, the vet men. Yeah. I, right, I don't, yeah, right. he's not going to take anything crazy. Cause he, right. And he I don't give up see a him ton. Being like a multi. Yeah. No, he gave up like 16. I think he gave up 16 million. Yeah. He, 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 he sixteen million. it's, it's going to be a one year deal and Blake is going to be able to hit the market next season. So, right. you know, this is, this is just, this is like you said, this is just, you know, depth move and, and kind of trying to, you know, get a rotation in order for the playoffs. Because you guys, it's all about the playoffs at this point. It's not, yeah. it's not about the regular yeah. seasons. It's about getting Blake up to speed and mm-hmm. making sure that those legs are good for the playoffs. Right. But, exactly. You know, exactly. Yeah. And then we we have we still do have three um, we still do have three roster spots. So yeah. I doubt Roberson stays. I don't see him. He hasn't shown enough uh, yeah. to me. Uh, in the games that he has played, right. he definitely can't shoot. He brings nothing offensively, but you really just need him to play, uh, you know, defense. Yeah. And he hasn't shown enough to me defensively to warrant keeping him on the team. If, if you have other people that you think you could fill those spots with. Yeah. Um. Same thing with Shumper. Shumper barely played. I think he played maybe two games. Okay. Since he, you know, first when we first signed him, he had a hamstring injury. Um, so that kept him out, and then he just hasn't cracked the rotation at all. And he's played a couple of garbage minutes here and there, but he hasn't really shown much either. So those two guys, and then we also brought up, uh, I think it was Tyler. Uh, we brought up this kid, uh, Tyler, from um, G League, and he hasn't really got to do much. And in the little bit that he's, you know, gotten to play, he hasn't really shown much. Yeah. So I think for the most part, they're just biding their time to the buyout market to see who they can get yes. and if they can get. If they can get Drummond and Blake, why not? You know what I'm saying? Like, we'll just don't, be a conglomerate of all of these. You, don't don't you even wish that into existence? <laughs> don't don't you even dare? Because like, I, I swear, if if that happens, what what's the point of watching basketball this year? What's the point? What's the point? Win, man. No, 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 no. The piss, the um, the seventy sixers still got Embiid, man. He the MVP. Yeah, but you, you gonna have the entire two K fifteen team on your team? Yeah, Yo. I, I don't need that. <laughs> Yo, I, I was looking that. at that. Like you think about it, we got like we're we're the conglomerate of all of these older teams, Yo. like just mashed together. We got the OKC um trio <laughs> with a with a Green Durant and Harden, and then you got the um. 
the little conglomerate from the Clippers with yeah, Blake and, and DeAndre. Like, then you go have <laughs> then you got Bruce Bruce Brown and uh and uh um Bruce Brown, Blake and and Drummond. And then you got the, the coaching Pistons. staff, the old Phoenix. <laughs> you got old Phoenix. Yo, the, yeah, the old, the old Phoenix, the old Phoenix coaching what, staff. What are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> This is, Listen, this is, we just we just try to take from all the success that we can from any other team that we just try to bring it together to get us that get us that chip, man. Listen, whatever I could take, whatever I could whatever I could take to get the chip at this point, bro. I just I, I just want to see it. I respect I just it. See it, man. I, I, I just want to see one. I can't dispute you. I can't <sighs> knock you. I'm not gonna hate. You know, kudos to the Nets. Kudos to the Nets. But if y'all get it, Drummond, I'm gonna be. <laughs> I'm gonna be really sad. Like I'm not even gonna be mad. I'm just gonna be more sad than anything else. Um, what are your thoughts on the current state of the Lakers? They are in a they're in a struggle right now uh, mm-hmm. to to have some active bodies. Um, I am in the minority when I say that, or I'm in the minority thinking that Anthony Davis is going to be fine. I think. His situation is more KD than anything else. 100%. I think that that's an Achilles problem. Yes. That they're masking, mm-hmm. and it's it, it's it's a ticking time bomb at this point, Pete. Right, right. This is, I, this is not good. This is, it's no, not good. No, because, all right, so you got to look at the timeline, too. First, what they said it was was a, a sore, like he had a sore Achilles. He had Achilles tendonitis. Yeah. Right. Which is which is terrible, right? Which is a terrible thing because yes. I know when you sometimes you know us being old, you know sometimes you wake up in the morning you feel that Achilles real tight. Yes, and feel like anything could pop that joint. We're right. not playing basketball like that, right? So that was the first thing, and then then they talking about oh it's a calf strain. I'm like, right? Yo, once calf, you told once you said calf strain, that was it calf strain. Ding ding ding, KD. Yep. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what they were all saying that it was with mm-hmm. KD. Oh, it's a cash rain. Oh, and the cash rain didn't have nothing to do with the Achilles popping. Get out of here, bro. Right. It's, it's all attached, man. It's all it's attached. All, it's all and attached. that's and that's what they don't understand, Pete, is that I call Achilles injuries snipers because you don't know where they are. Because yeah. the thing is, if it's not a significant tear within the Achilles, you yeah. can't rule it as a torn Achilles, right? You just have to look at it all. Like, okay, there's some, there's some, there's some tightness, there's some soreness in the in the calf, so mm-hmm. it has to be a calf strain. No, 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 it's the Achilles. Yeah, it's the yeah. Achilles. And that's the thing, people don't realize like what how how the Achilles works, and it's like because it's it's literally a, a rubber band that yes. goes from your from the yes. heel of your foot all the way up through your leg through your yes. calf. Right. So, um, because you know we had a friend, I had a friend that you know was tore. Both is Achilles. Oh yeah! Uh, shout, shout out to Rano. Shout, shout out to Rano, man. What, what a, what a uh-huh. warrior he was. Yo, dude. son, he will never play basketball with us again because both times he came out. Yo, where, where, where <laughs> the jinx? Where the jinx? Yo, it was, it was crazy. And yo, both, but he he explained it to me like when they repair your Achilles, like when they appear repaired his Achilles, they had to get like the first time they did it, they did the surgery right, and it popped again. And what they had to do was they had to go into his calf and pull it, it back down it, and stretch it, it down. Because it rolled up into the calf. Right. It rolled up. In, so, like, when when they, when they I guess when they did the initial surgery, they didn't get enough of it mm. to keep it. And then it, you know, went back up and they had to pull it. You know, you got to stretch it back down. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So, like, when I heard that, 
that lets me know that yo, you can pop your Achilles in your in your calf if you, yes. if, if like, it you doesn't can pop it at to, any any particular place. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't have to be in the the at the heel. It right. could be further up. So that's why when I like when I heard him, you know, saying that okay, they're gonna they're gonna rest him up because it's an Achilles, it's a a calf a calf strain. I'm like, yo, that's that sound like Katie's yep. situation to me. Yep. I I don't know if he's gonna be healthy the rest of the year. I don't think so. I, I'm I'm just gonna be honest with you. You know, they they originally said, "Oh, it's gonna be two to three, three two to three weeks." They're gonna evaluate. I was looking at it more of six to eight. Like, if you're gonna rest them, you might as well rest them for the entire regular season and bring them back into the playoffs or bring them back a couple of couple yeah, like of games a, prior. Like couple, I, yeah. I would say like two like two two three weeks before. Yeah, maybe. yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Just let them rest it up. Get as much rest as you can is what I would say. Like, if I'm the organization, if I'm the right. Like, I'm like, yo, listen. We already know what you can give us. Like, it's not gonna be an issue reinserting you into the um into the offense, into the rotation. Yo, just rest it up. Right. You know what I'm saying? We don't we don't need you. Like, I don't think they need him to get to no. you know, to the you know, they just need him there healthy in the playoffs. Right. Seeding seeding to the Lakers this season doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean a thing. No. No. So they, you know, they can go from they can go anywhere between one and five and still be fine. Like there's nothing, there's no, there's no urgency in regards to seating for them. But right. you know, where where do they get better? Like, you know, they're they're already over the cap. They're 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 in the tax bracket right now in regards to the te- the, the 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 tax penalties. <clears throat> they are strapped. I don't yeah. know where they can be able to find any help. And what's what's very upsetting to me, Pete, is that you know who they're starting to look at in regards to the buyout market? JaVale McGee. Oh, wow. We had JaVale McGee, and you traded him for Mark Gasol. Yeah, what sense yeah. does that make? Like I, I never, I didn't understand that part. I, I didn't um, get it either. I didn't get it. I, either. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. Well, get... look, I understand that. Hey, here's the, I understand what, what, um, Palinka's theory was. His theory was to get Marcus Gasol, have a team that is, that can be able to switch and play multiple positions, have a a versatile team, and have AD play mostly center this year. Okay. Be able to rim protect because when you have Mark Gasol, you know he can give you what you what he can give you. He can be able to be a a, a post defender, but he's not a great rim rim protector. He's never been a great rim protector in his entire career. So that plan has now gone out the window. You don't have AD. Mark Gasol is not a great defender down down bottom. We are we are terrible in the pick and roll, and that's where teams are killing us every night. Pick and roll, pick and roll. Pick and roll. They're they're driving to the basket, sucking the defense in, and they're kicking it out, and they're hitting threes in a, in a, at an alarming rate against the Lakers. So I don't know where they go from here. Listen, I think a miracle is going to need to happen. If 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 Drummond gets bought out, they're going to have to pull a miracle to get Drummond. Yeah. That's the only way I can see them having a chance to compete. Because if AD ain't ain't healthy, they don't have a shot at winning a championship this year. No, no, not a shot. No. And I so, and I think I think y'all will get better just off the strength that I think LeBron right now is coasting. 
Yeah. I think he's realizing, like, all right, AD is going to be out. I'm going to have to carry us. But also these these of the others, as Shaq and them will call them, yeah. they're going to have to step up. And right. he's giving them that opportunity to step up and get better. Right. Um, the only other way y'all could get better is try to trade Kuzma. I think he's the best bargaining chip that y'all have that somebody might want. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how much that would necessarily hurt y'all to get rid of him, but it all depends on what you get for him. Yeah. I, y'all I, get, I think I think part of the reason they gave him the extension was to be able to match salaries uh to be yes. able to trade something. Yeah, I, I I don't think that trading Kuzma right now is the smart idea. A lot of teams are calling about uh THT. I don't want to trade him either. But the thing with, with THT is that he's a restricted free agent this summer mm-hmm. and some team can be able to give him a poison pill contract. Yeah. And are they willing to match that? I, I don't know. I don't know, uh-huh. but you can't lose a young player like that unless you're going to do some, if you, if you know, you're going to lose them, sign and trade and get something for him. But right. it, it's, it's, you know, it, it's tough, but what do you, what are your thoughts on, what are your thoughts on the, the, the current state of the NBA? Like what teams have surprised you? And what teams have really disappointed you? Um, surprising. Um, I would say one of the more surprising teams to me. You know what? I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Memphis. To be honest with you, because even without Ja, yeah, they, they've been balling. Yeah, they're pretty good. They they've been balling, and they haven't had their full uh, roster most of this year. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And they got a lot of good young talent. They've, they've been playing really well. And that, that kind of surprised me. Um, yeah. Phoenix took a jump that I wasn't expecting with, uh, even though I know they added CP three or whatever, but like, yeah. I still wasn't, yeah, I saw what they did in the bubble and you, you know, you just weren't sure if that was sustainable. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you weren't, you, you, you weren't really sure if that, if they were able going to be able to take that to the next level. And they've been they've been actually playing really really well. Shouts to, um, shouts to Monty Williams. He's a great coach. Word. Yeah, Monty's a very good coach. Um, I'm 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 happy he's he's gotten that opportunity. And I'm happy that it's it's going well for him. Yeah. Um, Utah. I'm not gonna say Utah is who they should have been. You know, last year. You know what I'm saying? Like Utah is playing really really well. Yeah. Um, I know you hate Rudy Gobert. Oh my god. Um. <laughs> But uh, I think you know they they they've been playing they've been playing lights out. Um, Do you think they have a legit me, shot though? If if they can keep shooting the way that they're shooting, yeah, because that's what's really been they're playing good defense, but they're really shooting lights out. Yeah, you got Bogdanovich shooting the, the hell out of the ball. Um, Donovan Mitchell was hitting crazy. Um, was hit, hitting at a high percentage during that streak. Um, who else? Uh, Conley's been playing like some of the best ball right. that he's played in a very long time. Right. I'm happy that he finally got his uh, all star all star shot first time right. in his 14 years. Shout out to Conley. Um, yeah. So like they they they've been doing their thing. Um, do I believe in them 100? percent No, because I don't believe in Gobert. Yeah, <laughs> see, I'm not, I'm not the only one. You go, you gonna uh, throw the shot out? Like I don't like Gobert, and then you go. No, no, no. I said I don't believe. There. I didn't say I didn't say I didn't like him. I know you hate him with a passion. I, I just I said I don't believe in him. I, I don't, don't listen. Hey, listen, here's the thing. I don't hate Rudy Gobert. <laughs> I hate the contract that comes with Rudy Gobert because it's an albatross around that team's neck. You know, 100%. that's that's just my thing. 100%. I I feel that they would be better off 
getting a, a, a rim runner without Rudy Gobert, I think that it would still be good. That's just my opinion. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a guy yeah. making $37 million and he's averaging 13 points, 12 rebounds. No, 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 no. <laughs> Yeah. And that and that's the thing, like you he's he's such an offensive liability. Right. Um that you don't know what you're gonna get from him from night yeah. inside out. And and you can't and, and that's not that's not a, a championship formula. It's yeah. not and then and and then if you see you see like what Embiid did to him the other night, right? What's the point of you if you having him <laughs> your whole point of being here is to be able to stop guys right. like Embiid. Is that and I pay you? I like pay that. you to play defense, and you still get abused by Joel and What's the point? What's the point? Yeah, yeah. And Jokic too. Like Jokic, yeah. Jokic gives him business. Yeah. So it's like, like I, I, I don't, I don't believe in him. Yeah. Um, Clarkson is good though. Clarkson's yes, he is. Been yes, he is. Clarkson's been all, dying. all the Lakers except Lonzo Ball have been balling. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah, that's crazy. That's, yeah. that's just, oh, but that just that that speaks to the Lakers. Uh, <laughs> listen, we know how to we know how to draft. Listen, them. y'all know how to draft. I just y'all just don't know how to develop players. That's that's no no no. We, y'all, we y'all never had to though. We exact. There you go. There you y'all go. We are not in the the, the, the development business. Yeah. Trade. We we draft you and we ship you out. Yes. We ship you out. We ship you out to get a star, and every star right. wants to go there. Yes. And and that's why y'all. I like this is like the first time that I'm I'm experiencing what it is to be a Lakers fan. <laughs> <laughs> in the sense that everybody want to come to the Nets, like yo. Normally, when it's a, when it's a, like a free agent or, or buyout or whatever, yo, Lakers is always in there, yeah. and they still are. Lakers yeah. is there, Lakers is there. But now you're seeing the Nets there. Oh yeah, and it's it's, just, it's it's gonna get worse in the offseason. I'll tell you yeah, that. It's, much. it's such a weird feeling, man. Having a team that's a front runner, I've never. <laughs> yeah, it, just, it, say, it, just saying it maybe had the call. It, now it, it probably just, it kind of feels like Boston Red Sox fans when they actually won the World Series. Yeah, like, yeah, I could, yeah, I can see like, that when, when, when the they, worm finally turned. Right, when you guys win the NBA title at some point, you're not gonna know how to react. There's not gonna be, a, a, you're not gonna jump up and like have this celebration. You're gonna have this moment where you're just gonna sit there and say, in you know, utter what, shock, like what just happened? Utter and complete shock. Yeah, like uh, what? Utter happened? and complete shock. Did, did we win? Like I don't. Did, did the TV go? Like is there something wrong with the TV? I, I don't understand what's <laughs> what, what I'm seeing here. I, this is you know, it's, and, it, it's, and it's so different because it. You know, it's it's just because like I know what a a, a bad organization is run run like. Yeah. Once you've seen like all the years of just watching the Nets be run, right? I've seen how bad organizations are. Right. And um. Like it's just once once Sean Marks took over, like it was just it was just a breath of fresh air. Like it was yeah. crazy. Like yeah. the first thing he did was he increased the staff. Right. Like what he did was he went around the building and he saw how the Spurs did things and he saw how the, the Nets were doing things. He was like, like I think he added like 15, 20 more jobs just mm-hmm. to the staff, to the scouting department, to the um to the training staff, to all like he 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 built an infrastructure inside the organization that you didn't even know you needed if you was a fan because you assumed that every team would have that. And would have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and they crazy. don't because it depends on if you have a team that's willing to spend the money and just knows how a business is supposed to be run. And when Sean Marsh got that, he changed everything up. It's funny because people don't know a lot of the things that he did, especially like, you know, they always talk about, oh, that the the, the Celtics trade, how bad it was and everything like that and giving up all those picks and everything. But 
he he still we still picked in the first round all of those years. Yeah, yeah. Every single one of those period years that we were supposedly losing our picks to the to the Celtics, yo, we picked in the first round all of those years. Right. And we came up with good players. We got you know you draft once you draft well, and you have good uh, talent evaluation, you're gonna be a good organization. That's Definitely. one thing that Sean Sean Marks brought there. Yo, he finds diamonds in the rough all over the place. I agree. He drafts in the twenties and he drafts well. Like Nick Claxton, we got him in the second round. Um. Uh, Jared Allen and, and Karis LeVert, they were they were the I think Karis was the 19th pick and uh, I think Jared Allen was number 20 was 21st. Yeah, late round he picks. Got, he, yeah, he got um they picked up Spencer Dinwiddie after he torched the Long Island Nets in the G League, G League. like 30 right. points twice I think it was. Right. They picked him up and I remember at the time all the fans were 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 tight because we had just picked up Yogi Ferrell. Yes, and, and Yogi Ferrell. Had like one or two good games, and then we got rid of him. Right, and and picked up Spencer Dinwiddie. Like, who the hell is a Spencer Dinwiddie? <laughs> like, what, what are we doing? Yogi Ferrell is the future. And now you look at it, and you're like, wow, we were all crazy for for not trusting exactly. Sean Marks. Exactly. Like, yo, Sean Marks got a first and a second round pick from Toronto for taking on Damari Cowell's contract. Right. How? He got a first and a second round pick yeah. for that. Uh, and and Demari Cowell ended up starting the entire year for us, right? You know what I'm saying? So like he's done so much. So you see what a what a good organization can do for you, and it's just it's it's just so it's so different. Now we got you know we signed Katie, we signed Kyrie, um, the James Harden trade. Like I remember at first, you I even told you I was like I don't want to trade all yeah. of our all of our um bench depth because like you know. We need that team, but I'm like, you know what? At the end of the day, you got to trust what Sean Marks is going to do, and he knows what he's doing. So and I, he drafts like, well, so he can be exactly find those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll be able to find those guys. He finds guys in the G League. Yo, TLC, we found off the scrap heap. Um, Tyler Johnson off the scrap heap. Joe Harris off the scrap heap. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody that that you know we have that supports the stars, they're they're cast off some other teams that we saw something in you know, and we developed it. Yeah, yeah, that's true, man. So, uh, you know, right before we wrap up, beat, I, I like to do a rapid fire with my guests. So I, I, I I'm gonna spit out some names to you, and okay. you know, you're gonna tell me, you know, who you pick, like, you know, who you think is better. You know, it doesn't have to be opinionated. I'm not gonna argue with you. This is just your opinion. Um, let's see, who's better, Dwayne Wade or Tracy McGrady? I gotta go, Dwayne Wade. Uh, Interesting. Two-way player, one of the best, one of the best two guards to ever play the game. Probably number three, I would say. Maybe number three is the best yeah, two guards ever play there. the game. He's number there. three. Um, one of the best blockers for a guard. Yes. Ever. Yes, I agree. Ever in the league. So yeah, I'm. A, I gotta go with the flash. I gotta go with the flash. Better point guard, Jason Kidd or Steve Nash. Why are you Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> <laughs> what, are you, what are you trying to do, to me, man? I gotta go, J Kid. I can't. I can't do that. I gotta, I, I gotta I, go, J Kid. Yeah, of course, man. He was. He was. He was the <sighs> man, and and he was doing triple doubles before triple doubles were cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He he has sixty one. I think he has sixty one career triple doubles with the with the next the next yeah. the next player on that list. <laughs> was, had like was two. That. Nah, he was like six. It was like six. <laughs> <laughs> James Harden is already number two. James Harden has eight already, son. That's like it's crazy. crazy. So, crazy. Listen, I knew Jake. I knew Jake Kidd was a point guard for me when he rolled the basketball like a bowling ball down the court and it was pinpoint accurate, <laughs> accurate 
down the court for an outlet. I've never seen anything like that. I got to go with JK. <laughs> All right. <laughs> better, better, pure point guard. John Stockton or Chris Paul? Uh, I got to go with Chris Paul. Okay. Um, I, I understand what Stockton, you know, did with Malone and everything like that, but I don't think Stockton would be where he is without Malone. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think Malone is like a super, superstar player. And like his talent was ridiculous in the NBA. Yeah. So he had talent. He had a skill set that not too many players his size had. Yeah. So I think he elevated Stockton. Like I get, I understand Stockton was a great passer and everything like, but I think if they those two weren't together, Stockton wouldn't be as high as he is. Yeah. So I got to go with Chris Paul. Chris Paul goes wherever he goes, the team is successful. It's very true. Very and true. If, and if and if it wasn't for him getting hurt in the in the, in the um the Western Conference Finals, they would have beat Golden State, man. He probably had a ring. They would have beat Golden State. Yeah. Okay. Better defender. Scottie Pippen. Or Kawhi Leonard. Ooh. I gotta go with Scotty. Gotta go with Scotty. Um, yeah. I gotta go with Scotty. I feel like like I understand that Kawhi is a great defender, but um I always felt like they overrated him defensively on those Spurs teams. Yeah. Because to me, yeah, he was playing on LeBron or whatever. But if you if you looked at the rest of the, the players on defense, they all had a foot in the lane. Yes. Like they were all the the you got you got if you if you have it um if you look at the the way the court is set up and you got LeBron at the top of the key with Kawhi on him, there's four other players with their foot right on the right on the um on the lane yeah ready ready to to to, to squeeze it as soon as LeBron passes Kawhi, and LeBron can get by Kawhi. It's not like Kawhi is gonna is gonna be able to stop LeBron from going around him. Right, LeBron can do it, but LeBron knew if once he goes around him, yo, the entire team is collapsing on him. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I, yeah, Kawhi is a great defender. Yes, not gonna, not gonna try to, you know, discredit him that way. But I, I like Scotty a little bit better. Go okay, Scottie. all right. And last one, favorite net. Is it Vince Carter, or is it? Let me see. Hold on, hold on. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta think about a a, a throwback here. Is it Kerry Kittles? Oh my God! <laughs> you know it's funny. It's crazy. I met Kerry Kittles this year. Uh, <laughs> I mean, la- la- last year. Shout out to Kerry. Signed my signed yeah. my book bag in front of Barclays. Nice, nice. Um, jeez, yo, that's a tough one. So that's a good one. Cause Kerry, cause Kerry is homegrown. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, well, Vince was Vince was special. Vince, Vince oh was yeah, special. yeah. I, I gotta go, Vince. I gotta go, Vince. But. Yeah, that's a that's a tough one. Yeah, but nah, definitely Vince. Vince is, Vince was spectacular, man. I just right. felt like if they had if they had kept Kenya Martin around, yeah, we'd we'd have got one of those shit. We'd, we'd yeah, it, it would be it would have been possible. All right, last one. Who would you rather have, Steph Curry or Allen Iverson? Uh, what am I doing? Am I building an organization or what am I doing? Yeah, am I starting my organization with them? Yeah. Who? I think I gotta go to Steph. Okay. Um, like I know Al, I know I know Allen Iverson's heart and his um his determination, but 
Curry's three point shot, man. It's a game Curry's changer. Three point shot is that's yo. He pulls from anywhere inside the inside half court. Yeah, he's ridiculous. And yeah, and that that could change. That changes the game. Like he changed the entire NBA. Yeah, he did. He definitely did. So yeah, I I, I agree with you, man. Well, listen, my man. Yeah, my man, Bishop. It's it's been a pleasure. This was fun. You you made you made me laugh a lot. You you didn't you didn't kill me with nah, your, was, with your I nets talk. Nice. Yeah, yeah, you you, you, were, nice. you were a little nice. I respect it. I respect it. the next time you come on here, you're not gonna be so nice, especially if the nets win a championship. Oh, listen. Yes. I, I, I'm I'm I may have to hold it. If the nets win a championship, I'm gonna have you on like five months after. <laughs> You know, because I I was gonna get on you about your James Harden take about the whole forcing his way. I was gonna get on you. I was like, you know what? Let me let me let him rock. I'm gonna let him rock. So I'm gonna let it, let you rock with that. Oh, I'll man. get you on that another time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But like uh, you know, it's it's been real, man. So I, I'll definitely have you on again, and um, you know, we'll see how this NBA season pans out, man. Well, like I said, thanks thanks for having me, and like I like I said at the beginning, I'm happy you doing what you're doing. Wishing you all the success in the world, and I and I can't wait. I know it's coming, so I can't wait to see it. I appreciate it, man. I'll talk to you. All right, man. Stay up. I'd like to thank my man Peter Bishop for coming on the show. Like I said, I've known him forever. Uh, we always talk sports. It's always a great conversation, and he can talk for six to eight hours just about the Nets, and it's just you know enough. I know he loves them. I respect it, but. If if they win the championship this season, I, I I'm really gonna have to like maybe disappear for a while. Like I can't, I'm not gonna be able to deal with it. Really not. But I will be happy for him. Still not gonna be able to deal with it, especially, especially if they beat the Lakers. Coming up after the break, the greatest segment on the planet, Dummy of the Week, on a Saturday. It's all even. Yo, it's your man DJ G Money from that Flip the Script podcast. Yeah, 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 we in the studio right now. Flip shut up. Yeah. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, listen. Shout out to the All Even podcast. My oh, man Barry oh, Grant Jr. Whoa, whoa, What's up, man? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What happened? What you, you, you want to say to the people? Shout out to somebody else's podcast? Yeah, don't make it the joint. What's up? All Even. All Even podcast. Yo, it ain't even up here, boy. <laughs> we put this on something. All Even. Yo, you. Oh, my God. What's up with you, man? Now, you got. Well, that's a shout out. You keeping this? Yeah, keep all that. <laughs> you want to jump all the even podcast, right? Yeah, all even. That's all even podcast, right? All yeah. even. Uh, That's your man. My man. Alright, shout out to all even pocket. Hundred percent, he cool. Is he? He cool? Let me see. Is he cool? Is he? 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 Is he? Is he? Is he? Is he? Also, check us out at CigarGentsAndGals.com. We're everyday apparel for cigar smokers. Let's get it. What's going on? What's up with you? It's your boy, the Candyman, the ALFRE to the D. It's your boy, Alfred, from the Rap Lab Podcast. And it's the one and only True G. Just call me the QG from the Rap Lab Podcast. And you tuned in to All Even with Barry Grant. Boy, that shit crazy. Welcome back, y'all. So without further ado... The greatest segment on the planet, Dummy of the Week. Dummy, yeah. We pick candidates on Tuesday and Saturday, and then we pick the winner on that Saturday show. So since I was MIA for, you know, a pretty extended period, there hasn't been much candidates. But I, I have I have one. I have a good one. 
May I have the drum roll, please? And the winner is the NBA and the <laughs> NBA dunk contest. The dunk contest is definitely my dummy. Yeah. Because what I remember of the dunk contest is there used to be a lot of people, a lot of contestants, a lot of guys that wanted to actually win this thing. So you mean to tell me, Your Honor, that we're in 2021, there's advancements in science regards to taking care of the body, athletes are bigger, stronger, faster, jumping higher, all of these things. And we got three candidates? Just three. <laughs> There's not six, five, three dunkers. And these are not like the three best dunkers in the NBA. Oh, no, no, no. Anthony Simons, I didn't even know he could dunk. Obi Toppin, okay, he's legit. Seen him dunk at Dayton, he, he can fly. Cassius Stanley. This, this is the dunk contest. <laughs> Your Honor, help help me understand what has gone on in the NBA. Like, is this is this what we're gonna get now? From Jordan to Dominique Wilkins, Jason Richardson, Dwight Howard, Kobe Bryant, Harold Miner, hey, even Brent Barry. All of these guys. You got three dudes. Three. They must have went to everybody. Hey, you want to be? Nope. Hey, you want to be? Nope. Hey, you want to? <laughs> they might as well just call people off the street now. It's gotten to the point where you can just take tryouts and just let let whatever city you're in, let those guys just dunk. Because it'll be way more interesting than these three dudes. Like, <laughs> It's like they're having a dunk contest just to have it in name. And they're just like, all right, well, let's just get this out of the way. Like, it just, this is embarrassing, man. This is embarrassing. The NBA should be embarrassed. Your Honor, the NBA should be embarrassed for putting on such a disgraceful showing. To have a dunk contest tomorrow and have three. <laughs> you can't even go make popcorn and come back and watch it because it'll be over. It'll be over. What, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? Either have a respectable dunk contest or don't have it at all. I say to the jury, don't have it at all. Here comes a new challenger. Wait a second. There's, there's a new it's a new case I'd like to bring to your attention. Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving has not fulfilled his obligations for All-Star Weekend. He was supposed to have a Zoom uh, meeting or interview, and he completely blew it off. What is the problem with Kyrie Irving? He just he can't he can't get right. Like you're gonna participate in in the All Star game, you're gonna do all of this stuff, but you don't want to speak to the media. What type of knucklehead nonsense is this? He's like a child. He's like a child, and the NBA continues to enable his behavior. He's like that kid that gets forced to go on vacation, and then when you guys get there and he doesn't want to eat, he just wants to 
sit there and make everybody's life miserable. So you just <laughs> you just keep them in the room, put some crackers there, and y'all go have fun. You, you're not gonna let this little idiot ruin your fun, right? It's just that that's the way that's the way Kyrie Irving behaves, and it's just it's enough already. Like just stop, stop being a knucklehead. Stop being this super woke guy. Because at the end of the day, you look you look bad. You look bad. And how many times are you going to look bad in a season? Off the court. <sighs> so the NBA dunk contest and Kyrie Irving. Big names, but huge disappointments in person. But both are winners for Dummy of the Week. That's all for this show. I'll see you guys on Tuesday. Until then, stay safe, stay cool, peace. You can catch me on Twitter and Instagram at All Even Podcast. Listen to the show on Anchor, Spotify, SoundCloud, and wherever podcasts are available. And check out my YouTube channel, All Even Podcast. And don't forget to share, like, and hit that subscribe button. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.